too high. This is like 1400. Oh, oh. they do when they approve your loan. What is it? Whatever that term is, I need that to be my pronoun. My girls can go out to one lady's night. That's it. You can go back to the rule book and everything. And then, one coming to me and All right. Oh, Are y'all going to kill me if I say, do we throw Michael when he got the skin color change? No, no, uh-uh. no, I demand it. No, I'm walking off the I'm walking off the stroke. He has a No, I've got to be a stroke. Yeah, no, no, no. no yeah, thank you. Yeah. I was just asking a question. You know you want dollars for a stadium to outside of Buffalo. We have to talk not about just individual behaviors, but about the system, right? So for, for the believers, it's just like, I have to believe, you know, the God in her, just like she has to believe it in me. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe and tell a friend and tell a friend about four brothers down on this YouTube channel. My brother from another mother has been a hot little seven days, man. I ain't see you brothers in seven days. Chopped it up with you, man. Derek, talk to me. What's going on with you, man? Man, what's going on, my brothers? My brothers, my brothers. Um, What has been going on with me, man? It's been kind of slow motion, but it's kind of been a slow motion on purpose. You know what I mean? Um... One thing that I will say that we are blessed with, we are blessed with a very busy social schedule, all right? My wife and I, right? We got a lot of friends. We got a lot of good friends. We got a lot of good people around us. Um, we get invited to a lot of things, all right? Um, kind of was, we literally was just like, listen, we need to, we, slew, we just slowed it down this weekend. We stayed home. This weekend was just, uh, especially Saturday, was just like, you know, time to just slow it down and just chill. It was a little quality time with me and my wife, man. We sat up and then we watched, uh, we watched, what did we watch? Uh, we, oh, John Wick. We watched all four John Wicks, man. We binged them, you know what I'm saying? So that was like what we were doing, you know? Um, and then uh, Sunday, we went out with my middle, with my youngest son, took him to the movies. We saw Gran Turismo. He's a car fanatic. My youngest one, he's like a serious gearhead, man. And anything about a car, that's his thing. Um, so he, you know, he was fiending to go see that movie. That movie was really good, man. If you got a chance, go check it out, man. It really pulls on the heartstrings, it's built based on a true story, and it is a really, really entertaining show, man. So um, so we did that on Sunday, and then the rest of we just kind of cooling out. Now I gotta speak in code a little bit. My wife been going few through uh through a few things um on the job, so I gotta kind of speak in code a little bit but um there's certain people that just uh you know that really that really got their check you know what i'm saying she had to check a couple people you know what i'm saying uh, you know people that i guess you want to say uh who, who who should have uh who should be in a position of uh uh influence over her life so that's been taking up a lot of um time with us as well so um and i wish i could go further than that but i can't but um but other than that we're just kind of we're just kind of cool everything's good and constant debates more 
enjoying this air condition, enjoying this finally these some decent some decent temperatures. You know what I mean? Uh, right here by the water, and that's what it is, man. And and, and I'm enjoying being back here with y'all, fellas, man. So I ain't gonna take up too much time, man. What's going on with you, Damien? What's happening, brother? I walked on ice and never fell. I spent my time in a plush hotel. Uh, I'm doing all right, man. How y'all doing? I miss y'all. Shout everybody out. Uh, I got to give a special shout out to Kelvin. He hit me up and was like, yo, did you know? Da, 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 da? And I'm like, no, I didn't know they were streaming it. So I got to watch the entire 50th, uh, like eight hours uh, streamed on YouTube. That was really dope. I was dancing, singing along. I was bopping my head. Other times I was snoring, but... You know, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, my week wasn't bad. I'm working on some things, getting in shape, healthier, all that stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I know we got a packed show, so I'm going to pass it off to Kelvin. What's up? How was your week? You know, the week was good. Much like you, I enjoyed uh, the festivities for the 50 years of hip hop. Um, I had a, had a doctor's appointment, um, you know, going through the requisite stuff. You get to this stage in life, you got to just stay on top of your stuff. And um, it's funny because anything that happened, I mean, the doctors just go in, you know, complain about anything. Oh, you know what? You know, the table just take everything off. They're like this, that is a massage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but other, other than that, man, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm excited about the future. I'm going I'm to I'm give some people some advice that I do. You know how you have something that you're looking forward to that you know is coming up and you get excited about it? Mm-hmm. Get excited even when you don't know what's, what's coming up. Just get excited for anticipation. Just anticipate something great, even if you can't pinpoint it. Just trust and believe that something good is in your path. There's a reason. No. And I don't mean to sound preachy. There's a reason that you woke up. There's a reason you're still on this planet. Whatever it is, that big thing that you're here to do uh, is still in, 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 in you know arm's reach. So make sure you go after it and don't trip. So I just want to just encourage everybody. I don't know why I said that. But I'm anticipating something great. What it is, I have no idea. But I'm anticipating something. Well, what I have to do, it gives me great pleasure to just take the ball across half court and instead of our offense, throw it to the point guard, number one in your program. My man D, talk to me. What's the deal? Chilling, man. What up, Sean? Hold your head up. Everything I'm working up, out, Sean? man. What up, baby? Um, yeah, my week was good, man. Like, we're going to talk about the hip-hop 50. I did go to Yankee Stadium. Check it out. We'll probably chop it up about that later on. Um, it was a great experience, man. <laughs> Love hip-hop. Um I had a time, uh, there's a play I went to called Flex that one of our uh, dear friends, Brittany, that went to uh, Spelman with Sally's, and it's called Flex at Lincoln Center. If you can check it out, it ends on Saturday, but it's about uh, these girl basketball team, and, and the, every in the, every shot, it, change, it could change the next line. So if they miss the shot, it'd be a whole different script. If they hit the shot, it's different, and the ending. So it's really dope, black cast, phenomenals at Lincoln Center. Tickets are not that expensive, great seats. That was really dope. Wait, but, hold on, D. D, your wife is from Spelman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to Spelman. And she light-skinned? You told me, I got a type. Oh, we going to have a vegan. I did not know he done married a light-skinned woman from Spelman. Oh, no, no, no. no. We going to have a meeting about this. All right, go ahead. I did not know that. I didn't know that. My man done pulled up. I can't believe it. <laughs> you say she light-skinned, she going to go crazy. See, I'm not light-skinned. I'm caramel. So, you know, but, uh, but nah, it was cool, man. Hip-hop 50, but I, I wanted to say one thing. Rock the bells is better, but that's another subject. But um, yeah, hell, yeah, hell, yeah. Hell, hell. Queens run you niggas ass, Russell Simmons. So anyway, <laughs> I, just want, oh I just want to let everybody know Queens was in the building. Queens run hip hop, ran it. Oh my god, god. Right. really, right. really? Hey, listen, we'll talk about it. it wasn't for Nas that hip hop fifty wouldn't exist. Wow, 
give it a wow. You saying that as a Kane fan? I'm as a Kane fan. It wasn't for Nas that his product, his company put that money up. That's all I gotta say. Queens. They could have got other Burrow. Queens. <laughs> Q Burrow, baby. Queen. You should have got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, Kevin got a type. You want that Vanessa Williams? <laughs> you gotta, have a, you gotta have a green eye bandit type of shit. Let me see, man. Where we at? Okay, we on time. Okay, cool. So let's get into it, y'all. Georgia grand jury indicts Donald Trump in 2020 election interference probe. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? And we continue following breaking news tonight. A grand jury in Georgia has returned an indictment in connection with former President Donald Trump's alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. The grand jury's findings were presented to the Fulton County judge earlier tonight and unsealed just moments ago. Trump is charged along with 18 other individuals. The former president facing multiple charges, including racketeering, conspiracy, and filing false documents. The indictment claiming... Trump knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in his favor. Well, Trump released a statement just moments ago saying he has committed no crime. Anybody? I mean, what do you think he was going to say? You think he was going to say, I did it? <laughs> I ain't never going to say that. I know. He's probably going to be like, look, I just did what everybody else been doing. Y'all just trying to put me in jail for it. Yeah, but who you think is gonna be first one to snitch? Cause somebody, somebody giving up the, somebody giving it up. Oh, so, somebody giving it up. You already know. I don't know. I don't think I have a, uh, uh, I don't think I have a, a favorite in terms of who's gonna, who's gonna snitch first. It, it, you, it really could be a roll of the dice. But like you said, D, somebody giving it up. And let me tell you, let me circle back on, on Trump for a second. He told you what he was about way back in the days, man. You know, when he was, when he was first rolling, when he was first, uh, you know, going for president, he was telling you, man, I know. And, and, and as, and as Dave Chappelle pointed out in his special, he told you what he was about. He said, I know what they do because, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I do it too. You know what I'm saying? So he was telling you it was all crooked. So why would we expect him to be anything else other than what he is? You know what I mean? And and he's telling you how, how it's run. And of course, we just got to sit back and wait for it to fall. Now, the question is, can any president going forward get elected without having a little dirt on his hands? They all say politicians, they all have to have a little dirt. I don't see how you get to be elected without somebody yeah. having something on you. So, um, so we'll see how it goes. You know, Sean said, "Take himself out." Sean, I, Sean, I think, Damn, I think, self, I think self delete. <laughs> I think I think Rudy is going to be the first one to turn up to, to give it up because Rudy, right now, if you look at it right now, Rudy Rick Giuliani gotcha. is already putting he already put his house up for sale because to pay for his legal troubles. Remember Donald Trump door dude, his, his uh, the guy he's driver's car and stuff. He was in some trouble too. And he can afford. He's gonna find a lawyer in Florida to help him out. So people that can't afford this, this is. A, I don't know if even people know how this Rico should go. You gotta have a big bank to afford this Rico shit. And these guys' money is kind of funny. And Donald Trump, people think he's a billion. He uses a lot of other people's money, uses other resources, exactly. to pay for a lot of shit. This Rico exactly. is different. This Georgia Rico is. This shit is almost tighter than the Fed's Rico. 
So I was like, yo, right, this, right. This, this, this is a different ball game right here. That but you're it seems with. so redundant, though. I mean, like, every other day is the charges and stuff like that. And this dude has been Teflon. He's he trying to race for that White Bruh, House to make forgot. sure he can get everybody up. They might catch a Rico in Arizona, too. You forgot about Arizona? They still yeah, yeah but I'm saying, like, I mean, <laughs> so first of all, they, 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 you to have been, Yeah, because yeah. remember, he did it in different it states. Just, it would be easy if it was no. his face. Remember, and all black women are going after them. Black ju uh, judges and black <laughs> black district attorney. But people got to realize Arizona's next. He did it to Damn, Arizona man. too. So this Rico said, "Yeah, man, you got to think I'm bleed them out, man." You got yeah, yeah, I'm not curious about who's gonna snitch. What I'm curious about is which one in the GOP, because GOP is still afraid. They know they can't win without his base, so they tread lightly. The only one that's trying to go up there and play itself is Christie, because Christie. Christy, no, he ain't lost one pound since the last election. In the last time he ran, not one. Like, remember they say, yo, you, they're not gonna hire, they're not gonna elect the overweight president. Just that the third health concerns. My man don't care. He he's doing the same thing, and he dirty too. He fouled too what he did with George Washington Bridge and all the stuff he did in Jersey. But he's the only one actually going after Trump. Everybody else, DeSantis Ooh. is supposed to be the heir apparent, and he's getting trounced right now. So everybody's like, you know, it's not that Trump is doing anything wrong. We don't believe he did nothing wrong. We just say he may not get elected, so that's why you should elect me. That's what they're saying. So they're scared to say anything. Remember that debate is coming up. So what are they going to say in that debate? Now, Trump has to be – he's going to be in this one. So what are they going to say in this debate? You got a man that got, like, four different charges over his head in one place. How do y'all ignore that in the debate? Chrissy had a BBL? When he get, get this shit done? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, his shit so she she meant BBQs. That's what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> His shit went backwards. That motherfucker's all going back up. Man, up, man. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, the the, the Georgia people, they, the the Republicans are in a funny spot. They're really in a, a tight situation, trying to back this dude going into. But like you said, he's a machine. I think he's going to get more height. I think he wants this because he liked the publicity, no matter what. He liked that the camera's going to be in there. He's going to hit. A, he going to get a real dick hard if his dick still gets hard. On 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 what on being on camera on, on, on the story. I want you to come up with any other example. I mean, any other example. Any other What? We need a we need like a pause button, like a big oh, stamp. Pause that. Uh, pause on the play. Time out. Three seconds. Time out. And, and, and right. I, I don't feel sorry for the two black people that got caught up with Trump, especially the girl. She was R. Kelly's publicist, and she used to be um. Um, uh, Kanye West publicist, the one with the African name, African last name. Who's that? The publicist. The more, yeah, more. Yeah, that's what worked out. More, more free publicity. That's what. That's what he loves. He's, he's really going to get a, a good feeling for this. I think a lot <laughs> of course, man. Damn, I said feeling. <laughs> I'm trying. We tried. We tried to ignore it, right? Said, <laughs> he go keep going. And ain't no scroll feeling. come yet, but we gonna leave I said it alone. Feeling but, uh, this time. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Sorry. But no, nah, um, I just feel like they understand the 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 nature of this game is all publicity. So they no 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 bad press is good press or something like I forgot the quote. I apologize, you know. All press, people good press. I never bought into that. Yeah, though. me neither. We got, we got some charges over your head. People, I don't know. For for certain people, it don't matter if you put if their name is in your mouth or their name is on on the screen or whatever it is it's a good thing for them honestly his popularity probably died down when he got kicked off of twitter when he was quiet for a while and now it's shooting right back up because of the presidency talk so now he's probably going to be able to parlay that into something that's going to help his uh 
help his case. I'm going to tell you this. I mean, help him. The asylum seekers. In other words, you got people that sitting here. You got 100,000 people that came to New York from Mexico via bus. And you got people who must be on some old trunk was right about the wall. Like, we, we don't know what we can do with these people. We don't have places for them to stay. You know, and there's a bunch of people. So people are gonna be like, yo, his immigration policy, I'm with him on that. That's it didn't be less it, it. it didn't do nothing with it though. So like he never his policies never went anywhere. So well see, but D, but D, that's where it comes in with the publicity thing. He don't up. have to he doesn't have to oh, he's, he's, he's the person he's gonna say he's gonna like for instance, there. all these charges is a witch hunt. All right, that's it. Yeah. No that no no nothing exactly. to see here. So that's it. So his his base doesn't require anything. That's the right. thing. So whatever he yeah. tells them is fine. His yeah. base is uneducated whites that really are disgruntled. And that's just it. I don't mean anything foul by that. I guess it's not complimentary, but I mean, it's just <laughs> what it is. That's, that's, that's what he's tapped into. And they don't care. But Race supersedes everything policy-wise for them. <laughs> Even like, with yeah. all of that, I don't look at it. No, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, D. No, no, you, no, I was reading the, the what she wrote right there. That's yeah, absolutely killing it right now. She said, "Also, what oh happened God. in Millennium? Yeah, she, yeah. she waiting on her papers. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. She's still checking her email. Um, <laughs> but no, I think even with all that, if he goes out and I, yo, you know, if you want to win, just hire me. I give you the strategy. If he goes out and he says, like you said, Kelvin, they they're witch hunting me because." They know I'll go in there and I'll take care of this. I'll take care of it. All the three, the top three to four things that's going on with like asylum seekers, with the economy, with the stock market. He, If he go in there and say a couple of those things, he say, and y'all are too scared to do anything about it. He's out of there. That's it. As soon as, because it don't seem like Biden, it don't seem like Harris, anybody is taking a strong stance on anything. And if he goes in there and puts up a strong face and says, they just they just went hunting me because they too afraid. They too afraid that I'm gonna do what what needs to be done. People gonna eat it up. Yeah, they already eat it up. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't I can't Stay wait. Tuned. I can't wait to see his ass with the mugshot this time. Georgia put everything in the news. I'm so happy. I can't wait to see his and ass. They, and Georgia allowed that. I, I, report, I really want Giuliani because all the shit Giuliani did from the fucking 80s yeah. and the 90s. That's yeah. the main person I yeah, want to see. I want to see him years. more than fucking Trump. You know, that stopping pressure. I want to see, like, I can't wait to see his bitch ass for the same thing you're locking everybody else up for. That Rico, Word. That, that Rico yeah. shit, that conspiracy charge shit is the worst shit in the world. And, and that Georgia one seemed tight to get out of. Ooh, that lady got 80% conviction rate. Mm. Damn. Mm -hmm. She ain't bullshit. Man, man, she ain't playing no games. She gonna that Rico's hard, man. Look at them. They know who they, they, know they putting in there to get him. They gonna yeah. get him. But, but yo, also you gotta look at the words Trump is using now. He's using the word. He calling the people the riggers. Oh, these are riggers. What that sound like? Yeah, these niggas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. Fulton County riggers. Yeah, dog whistle. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, yeah, son. Yeah, the riggers yeah. out of all the words yeah. you can use. Out of what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say. He understands it's all publicity somebody's gonna jump on some social media channel with a hundred thousand to a million followers and be like what does he mean when he say rigor and then somebody's gonna click on it and they're gonna be like yo this dude don't miss he gives but i don't think so it's really I, I don't think we we really pretty much this what it is trump supporters are gonna support trump and then people that are with the democrats are gonna support so the question is what are the, what are the independents gonna do that's all it is 
Yo, you say that, man. I've been hearing some real I, – it's been getting shaky. It's been getting a little shaky. I've been hearing some people that I didn't think was Trump supporters start to kind of creep over there a little bit, man. I've been – I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand, but it's happening. And these man. are people I'm that kidding. didn't vote for him last, uh, yes, last election? exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to I'm tell I'm surprised you. about that. Okay. So yeah. this, I wouldn't be surprised because what can you point to that anybody has done in the last – Eight years. Oh, I don't even think that's a question anymore. We can't. So I it's, mean, it's like, well, right. It, I, it, it, it might if, as well if be this. If this ain't doing nothing, first of all, you sent what seventy billion over to Ukraine, and I don't got fresh water. The price right. of eggs went up, and you sent seventy billion over there. I don't like that's an argument. You sent seven hundred, seven seven hundred million. I don't know. Correct me if the, listen. But if you send an X amount of millions to Hawaii, which is a part of the U.S., you know what I mean? For their crisis, right. you sense, and you keep finding money to send over there, but people here starving, people here need money, prices is going up, people getting evicted, and there's there seems to be no communication on it. I think right now people just feel like they are they're being used for their votes, which they are, and then they're being ignored when they need help from these people that they say, we need you. We need you. All right. I need you one time. You haven't done anything for me. Yeah, I think it's Jamie. Rose so it makes it. Trump, who is yelling and screaming like they're crooked. They don't do he like yeah, it. He, he not lying. He lying about everything else. Yeah. <laughs> but when he said they crooked but, and they grind. I don't know. If you, I, don't like, guys, yeah. I don't know if you guys watch the news today with the Inflation Reduction Act today that Joe Biden announced. And then and, and it shows a study showing that 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 is actually going to work out, especially from six to eight months from now. It's really good. So I don't know if you guys watch that today in the news. But I know what Jamie what Jamie wrote today. I, I saw that today in the news and the topic of that. So the inflation. So that so they call I forgot what they called Jamie. It's like like you had Obamacare they called it Biden something Biden. Economy, something like that. I forgot it was a little name to it. I was half asleep when I heard it, but it's gonna seem like it's about to work out. But I want to go oh, to now. The- now they but, do it. I got I was about now to you're gonna do something. Hey, but listen, think about China. the inflation has it gone up. They just bringing it back down. We've been struggling with inflation for decades, so it's like, oh, we bring it. We're gonna bring it down five points. It's like, but you need to bring it down fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's kind of one of those band aid on a bullet. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, um. Next topic. So in Atlanta, I don't know if you all, all saw this, but Atlanta Funeral Home is uh it's got, got in trouble for I mean the notice that a doctor they received a baby from the hospital. The baby was decapitated. Jamie, do we have a clip on this? The latest chapter in a horrible, horrible story. For the first time, we're hearing from the funeral home director that blew the whistle after he received a decapitated baby from a Metro Atlanta hospital. Atlanta News First, Patrick Quinn is live tonight south of Atlanta outside Watkins Funeral Home that's in Riverdale. And Patrick, the family and agencies across the county are thanking staff there for speaking up. Rick, the truth of the matter is without Sylvania Watkins here seeing this baby, noticing something was wrong and speaking out, not only will a multi-agency investigation into this death may not be happening, but also the family might not know the truth around this young boy's death. I've seen almost everything and I won't say that no more because this was something I had never seen. In mid-July, Sylvania Watkins at Willie A. Watkins Funeral Home in Riverdale received a baby's body from a nearby hospital. It didn't look right to have come from a hospital and not the coroner. He called the family and quickly realized. They didn't know, they did not know. The parents did not know the boy's true condition. His body was detached from his head. And seeing the pain and anguish as if like, 
what really just happened, your heart goes out to them. It was then Watkins knew he had to alert authorities. His next call, the Clayton County Medical Examiner, who now has urged the Georgia Composite Medical Board and the Secretary of State's office to investigate three specific doctors and the nursing staff at Southern Regional Medical Center. The family has since filed a lawsuit against the hospital and medical staff involved in the birth. It was just horrible, despicable, terrifying. Kimberly Seals Allers is a maternal health advocate and executive director of Earth, an app that turns black and brown birth experiences into data to spark change. Here in Georgia in 2022, state data shows black infants are more than twice as likely to die during birth than white infants. When we see systemic issues like that, this is a cultural problem and these are the things that need to be rooted out, not just at this particular facility, but out of healthcare providers who have grown to dehumanize us and our infants. Seals Aller says change in birthing rooms starts with speaking up. For Sylvania, initially speechless, he found his words. When you see wrong and it's something you can do to make it right um, to a certain degree, you got to speak up. You got to speak up. And in the latest statement from the hospital, the Southern Regional Medical Center, a spokesperson said, as our deepest sympathies remain with the family, Southern Regional Medical Center denies the allegations of wrongdoing in the complaint referencing the hospital. Now, Sylvania went on to tell me that they did, they were see their baby before he was buried. In Riverdale, Patrick Quinn, Atlanta News First. Uh, my our condolences to that family, man, losing a child, man. I, I, as a parent, and that would happen to me, losing a child alone is, is, is got to be rip your heart out type of thing. Now, to yeah. find out how they died, the negligence of this doctor or whoever, nurse or whoever, that's another level of, of I want to kill somebody type shit, man. So, shout out to him. And thank God that the, this brother did tell what was going on. And he also could probably, I mean, we got somebody coming on later on in a little while to tell, hopefully he covered his own ass by that. Cause he's like, yo, hold up. I, nobody blame me for <laughs> taking this baby's head off when I laid the rest. So, you know, it's yeah. sad, man. Sad situation. I had to, I had to do a funeral for an infant once and it was the most sad thing. I mean, they can't be coughing the size of a shoebox, and it was a baby. And it was just, and I remember you, there's a there's a specific part of, of um, cemetery called Baby Land. And you'd go there and you'd see mothers rubbing the ground where their children are buried at and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's, it's horrible, man. It's just really, mm. Mm. That, that was, it, was, it was terrible. Several, so again, but to your point, yeah, we do uh, wish condolences for this, this family. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, go ahead, go ahead, David. Really this is just a terrible. I, I don't have children, but I, you know, I can imagine what that feeling would have to be like. Um, there was a comment. I don't know if we could bring it back up about the doctor. Right. Bring that up. Which one? Pulling. It's um, Annie. Shout out, Annie. What's up? Yeah, apparently the doctor actually pulled on the baby's head so hard during delivery that the baby was decapitated. Unbelievable. There's no excuse for this. Agreed. I, that, that's the, the best way I can say it. Like, I, I don't know how how hard do you need to pull at all. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I am incapable of having children. So I don't know the details. I cannot speak on it, but it's just, you know. And then just the conversation around the... the, the uh, 
birth, the the mortality rates and and twice as much. And, you know, at some point you got to say if the if the system seems to just be unfairly skewed against you, then you might have to step away from it as best you can. Mm -hmm. Because it, it you go to places where you're supposed to be able to place your trust and you might be putting yourself in more danger than if you'd have stayed in your house. Yeah. Definitely. But with that said, tonight, man, we got um and this brother probably saw a lot of things over time um in his career that what he do. We have a, a dear brother fresh out of Brooklyn um come to speak about he's a funeral home director out here in New York City. You probably seen a lot and probably could help people how to deal with lame ones the rest because we always say no we tie these GoFundMe, so we probably could talk about how to do we had people talking about insurance but you can probably get some stories on how long it take the lazy one the rest i think that james brown funeral gotta be the longest one it took forever and credit scott, <laughs> scott king gotta be a second but anyhow with further ado our dear brother come to the show irvin richies uh, irvin can you can you tell him where you're from again just so demand can hear it out loud i just wanted to you know I'm add that from brooklyn new york Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's, thank it's, you. And like I said, still Queens run y'all like Russell, like Russell Simmons. I just want to make sure that. Nah, nah, Simmons got his own stuff to deal with. He ain't running nothing. Hey, his own thing. But you know, we had to eat. Right. We had to drop that eat a long time ago. So I, I ain't gonna bring. It. We could say that for later on, man. That's probably one of the best diss records of all time. Next to uh, uh, NWA, getting dissed by Ice Cube. Anyhow, my brother, we, you just saw that clip. Was better. Uh, you saw that. You just saw that clip, man. Um, what are your thoughts? What, has you ever seen anything like that before? I've seen people decapitated, but not by the hands of a doctor and mm. not at birth. No, um, never. Damn. And so, I mean, well, now, was it, was he, you think he was covering his own ass or he just, or he just really felt bad for the family? Because this case, would you get blamed for something like that? Say, well, like, say on the death certificate came in, baby died and natural causes, but then you get it and it's like, oh, shoot, the head's off. Well, what bothered me was that the doctor's a sister. I know, I know. You know, every kid, every, every, every skin folk and kin folk. That's right. White supremacy, white, white supremacy play a lot into people's heads and psyche on, on medical still. But go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah. So, um, I I don't know because I don't know all the details because um you know I just heard about it a few days ago mm. and um so I'm not quite sure as to what um steps they took to cover you know cover things up you know so uh yeah it's a sad yeah. situation man yeah, um, it is, it is. Uh, Irvin, first of all thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, I wanted to ask a question. I've worked in ministry for over 30 years, so we always have had a relationship with uh, funeral directors and funeral homes. I always wanted to ask the question, are there, I, I always wondered for a funeral director, every day you go to work surrounded by, I would think, grief, whatever regard that is, how do you, um, does that ever get to a place where you are depleted from it, or are you just desensitized to it, or is it, or is it somewhere in the middle? Um, yes and no. Um, I, I feel like I've touched um, the spectrum on all of those. Um, 
because it's, uh, you know, um, you have to be, you know, one deeply rooted, you know, um, yeah, have, a, you know, some type of beliefs system in you. Um, two strong stomachs, but um, yeah, like uh, at first, I mean, but this is something I've been interested in, so I don't know how other people take it. But uh, for me, it's, yeah, I take it one day at a time. But there, is, there are times where I have to take a step back and, you know, like Wusa, examine the situation. Because, like, sometimes I, I'm in a situation and I just really don't think about it because I'm just doing my job. You know, and I'm not really um, thinking about the, the magnitude of the situation or whatever. You know, so for me, it's just another case. Um, and you treat every case like, you know, nothing, no case is treated more special than the other, you know? So every case gets, you know, your undivided attention and everything. Um, but for me, yeah, babies, um, young, you know, young folks and babies definitely touch, you know, touch a, a deep, deep part of me because it's like, those are people that's not supposed to die, you know? Um, so yeah. There are times where I have to, you know, take a step back. Um, I was seeing a psychotherapist uh, because um, what we don't realize is that we get a lot of grief transposed onto us, right? You know, and we don't even know it. You know, and and it was. <laughs> I remember one time going to pick up. Um, it was a four-year-old. This was like last year. Four-year-old, about four or five-year-old on hospice at home that died and um, myself and my assistant, I could tell you like we cried harder than the family did. You know, like the family was there consoling us because we're like, we're, we were inconsolable because like we have, you know, kids that age, you know, so it, it, it really touched home, you know, it's like certain, like you get somebody that's maybe like 60, 70, you're like, okay, you know, they died from old age, blah, 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 you know, but when you get somebody that's seven years old or let's say a 16 year old or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's different, you know, because there's, there's so many people in your life that are that age, you know, and you start to think about them. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, so it's real, real quick, man, I'm going to ask you. So, well, how did you get into the business? What made you get into the business? Like you're young black, you're from Brooklyn. Oh, the money! God damn it! I knew it. I should have went to got the money. Too. Uh, <laughs> well, the, I mean, what, what, what were course, you doing? You know, before, what, what, what were you doing before this that made you say no? I got to change profession. Um, I was a correction officer prior to <laughs> prior to doing this, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, I did have like a couple stops in between that profession and and this one, but yeah, like. Um, I was a correction officer, and prior to that, you know, I've, I, I I found myself, I guess, doing a lot of jobs that nobody else wanted to do. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I did the immigration corrections, man. That's not a cool job. You you're doing a better job now, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Most, most, most definitely. Most, most definitely. Pretty interesting, most man. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know what? I uh, to answer your question, um, I. From, from when I was a kid, right, I had a funeral home at the corner of my block. I grew up in Flatbush, um, you know, <laughs> MDK all day, mm -hmm. murder, death, kill, 
you know, so um, it was that funeral home was constantly busy. And, you know, I was always riding my bike up and down the block into their, um, their parking lot. And there were times when if that door was open, I was going inside and I was sneaking inside, you know, go look at bodies or, or whatever. I would even like when they had funerals, I would like kind of try to blend in with people and like, you know, go do like the final view, you know, and stuff like that. You know, you, you fake crying you know, for him? You saying he was a good man and all that stuff? Would you doing a fake? No, no, no. I just wanted to see what was going on, you know, because as as a kid, like we don't go to funerals, you know. It's like your parents didn't take you to a funeral and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, you just see like a crowd of people, and you're like, let me see what's going on. You know, you see people cry, you see different emotions going on outside. So it's like you know, you as a kid, you you're very curious, you know. Oh, I was, so I was like, you know, hey, let's go inside, you know. So um. So you said you had, that, to get, you, had to get, you had to get name was Richie, so you had to get that money. So that's what I see. So you got to make the you had to make the money for the name. I see it, man. I see what you're doing, man. There you, you go, racks the riches, right? <laughs> Facts. I feel you, um, that one, man. You say, hey, yo, his mother. So you my mother works at the hospital, you know, uh, Kings County, and she worked like right above the morgue. So she took my brother and I there one 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 day, you know, unannounced to us, took us there, and. Um, Scared straight program, you know, wow. <laughs> like back in the days, like that scared straight. Yeah, like they would take you to jail. My mom took us to because uh, my father was a correction officer, and she would be like, you know, can like he like nah, we can't bring kids in the in the jail. So she took us to the mall, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, hey, oh, remember this guy? Remember mm-hmm. that? You know, and it's like you see women, children, you know, anybody, you know, laid up. Bucking naked, and it was just like I was just like, wow! Like it was like, you know, looking in one room, it's like an autopsy. You seeing brains? I was just like, like, yeah, that's it. That, that was you. That was yeah. it for you. Yeah, my brother on the other hand was like looking probably for somewhere to puke, a corner to puke. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just like, oh, look at this, and what's that, and what did they die from, and how many bullet holes does this person have, and. Mm. You know, yeah, it was just like it was very interesting. Yeah, interesting. They, so I they're... always had that 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 interest in me. You know, that forensics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Derek, you was gonna say something? Sorry, before you. Oh no, I was I, I was I was actually it, it kind of somebody said it just kind of caught my attention. I was I, I I don't know. I remember um when I was much much younger, and I remember being in a nightclub in uh, Alabama, as a matter of fact. And I'm talking to this young lady at the time, and you know I'm at the bar, I'm talking to her, whatever. You know, long like, time, yeah, long, you know, long, 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 time. long, long time. I was a young before you, before, before you met, before, before you before met, way before, way before. So you got clear this up. Let's clear that up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm not working to this, tonight. Exactly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and I'm talking to this young lady, man, and she's like, "Oh, and I, you know, you get to know me. I'm telling what I'm doing or whatever." She's talking, you know how you do, and she's like, "Yeah." So what you want to do? She says she want to be a mortician. Now, at the time, I actually was like, damn, I think I need to slide out because I think she's just trying to get rid of me or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not the thing that I expected a, a young lady to hear to say to me, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of wondering, like, you know, like, how, when did you know you were going to get into it? And, and what do you think the, uh, what's the most important thing that you should be addressing at any given time? Like, what's the main thing that your main the main thing that makes you the main modus operandi, the main thing that needs that makes you go, that makes it all happen for you. 
the main thing for me, um, man, listen, um, I think it's the fact that I got family, you know, um, depending on me. <laughs> Other than that, it'd be like, yo, I just go to work whenever I want, you know, just do the bare minimum. And, you know, uh, like uh, us men, we're motivated by our women and our family, you know, and of course money, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my motivation. And yeah, that money is a big motivation at that. So what's your um, biggest responsibility? What do you think your biggest responsibility is? My biggest responsibility is all these bodies, <laughs> you know, don't get them mixed up, you know, make sure the right body goes to the right place. Um, you know, um, the right body gets treated, you know, like, cause every case is different and, um, you know, no two people, even though you might die from the same thing, but, you know, the body will react differently, you know, so um, it's all about, you know, examining that body and making sure that, you know, it gets the proper treatment, you know, um, because at the end of the day, you know, if, if families always, you know, at times always looking for somebody to blame, you yeah, know, um, you know, so you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, give them, give them ammo. So this this gives me my next question for you, real quick. What are some of the wildest things you have seen for like you know that's uh, like two baby mothers showing up, uh, anything like that, or somebody fighting with a will at anything like that? Give me give me something, give me something, man. All right, um, I had somebody that died that did. I had a couple guys that died at the jump off house. Yo, my um, man, my, my man died like that. <laughs> my no. man, you might have had my man. He was at his side chick house. He died. And he had a heart attack in Brooklyn. In Far Rockaway, side chick was a Far Rock. Hmm. Oh. Did you just say you just say the name, bro? I okay. ain't say his name. I said side chick in Far Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, that happens a lot. Oh, it happens a lot. Dude. It happens a lot more often than we well, know. My uncle died on you the shit with his little side young thing. Yo, that's another <laughs> thing. I've I've had people, a, a few people, die on the shitter. Yeah, it's, man, it's, and it's always been women. You know, nah, 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 nah. Like, you can't mix that Viagra with that nitroglycerin. You on that heart medicine? Can't do that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, people dying on the shitter. Um, <laughs> you know, people dying at the jump off house, and Damn. like the wife having to come there to ID the body and, at the jump offs. Yeah, because the medical examiner's like, um, <laughs> oh who, man. Damn, yeah. honestly, yo, let me tell y'all now, fellas. Y'all drag me outside. Y'all get to me. <laughs> yo, man. Put me in the car, take me down the block. Say somebody hit me. Don't let me die at the jump off. They don't let her find me at the jump off. God damn, son. Right, right. <laughs> um uh, you know, suicides. Um yeah. You know, See, this is like just that. my point. Do you ever have a good day at work? That's the problem. Like, I always think about, like, no, I always think, like, paramedics. I mean, you, know, like, you get up this, and you go this. to trauma, or you get up yeah, and you man. go to grief. Like, I've been in ministry for years. I, you, I don't care how many funerals you go to, those cries and those screams and those whatever, it's just like, mm -hmm. that is the heart. In, in my estimation, in ministry, that's the heart. I, I can't tell you how many eulogies I've delivered. I can't tell you how many. And we work hand in hand with. First of all, I appreciate good funeral directors because good funeral directors that know what they're doing, they help the process on, you know, and that, like any other field, there's something that's foul that's, you know, milking the insurance right. or whatever. It's, everybody knows what it is, but um, that's just a lot. And that's the hardest thing for me. I have done 
I mean, obviously, I do see what else is one day it's a wedding, one day it's a funeral, one day it's a baby dedication, one day it's the, so it's this roller coaster. You know, you obviously are right at the bottom of that roller coaster, which is the final. There's death is so final. That's the problem. It's just like people feel like, you know, there's some people that are not prepared. I don't care how old they get. I had a guy upset. He called me and he was just like, I, I, I'm mad at God. I'm like, why? Take my mother. I'm thinking like you in your 60s. How old is your mother? She's 96. I'm like, did you did you think he shortchanged her? Did you think it was like <laughs> no, no, this is like 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 why so soon? Like I mean, well, man, you know what I'm saying? But you you go through the range of emotions with people, and obviously you can't get caught up in it a lot. You have to take care of you know, and we appreciate when you do a great job on the body. When somebody's looking like they sleep versus some places I'm sure you know of that have reputations that just they don't do a good job with, oh, with the bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> you know, and this, you know, ethically, you know, we're not supposed to um, talk bad about another no, funeral you. home or, you know, anybody in your trade. I'm, I'm going to talk about I, one. I'm going to go ahead. Let you finish. But, like no, no, they, they, all, just don't name yeah, them, because yeah. I know you don't right, name them, but. But there are, you know, like if a family, you know, my like a family, my family would be like, oh, you know, um, we would think about going to this funeral home. Or what do you think about this funeral home? Like, I would be like, oh, like, you know, yes or no, you know, and I'll let you know why, you know, but, and, but it's not like I'm going around bad mouthing, like, oh, yeah, yeah, not it. Yeah, they suck. Or, yeah, you know, their bodies right, right. are leaking and this and that. You know, but no, you I mean, was light skinned when you died. White funeral homes don't know how to do makeup, man. They talk about the black. You got no, nah, like you got to catch. You got to get like serious, man. White funeral homes like, make us look blue. <laughs> the motherfuckers be proud. They don't make yeah, us look right. You, you got to go to the right you know, place. Something. I'm a, Irvin, this is a true yeah. story that happened. This is a true story. And I got countless of people that got. I had a, one of my students. I worked in uh, in uh, Lincoln High School. Got got shot. Got murdered. Right. No fact. You say good funeral home directors. Now I'm in Brooklyn and I see the black. I said, okay, I didn't know it was a black funeral home out here in Coney Island area. So I go up to the funeral director. I said, I didn't know it was a black funeral home area because yeah, I mess with this funeral home area. I don't mention out in, out in Queens, right? That I grew up real tight with. So I said, she said, oh yeah, no, nah, I'm not really. I, I use their service. I guess they used to use them, the funeral home there. I don't know how she worked it out, but she walking me up to the front, right? And she keeps talking to me like, you're not scared of dead bodies? No, nah, I'm not scared of any dead bodies. Like, you sure? Like, nah, I, can't, I ain't scared of dead bodies. Like, are you used to crowds? I said, miss, I speak for a living in front of a, a, a school, kids, or whatever. She walks me up there. She said, listen, I got to do something for five minutes. Bro, she leaves the funeral. I'm now the funeral home director. Everybody's <laughs> come to me because I'm in a suit. And this is Coney House. Everybody else is in jeans and whatever. They put a little weed in the guy's jacket. You know what I'm saying? They put little bullets. And I'm trying, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And like, this went on for like almost an hour and people are coming up to me. Like, what time was the service starting? I'm like, miss, I work at the school. Oh, man, <laughs> the most interesting man in the world, yeah. I'll tell you. And this is, a, yeah. and you know, and y'all know Monique that did the wedding. Monique, my friend, she was there and the staff, I'm not lying to you. That, I'm like, yo, when you say that, you got to have a good funeral director. Go by references of people. Don't go by the price because you will get some bullshit. Oh, yeah, I want to know. If, I want to know <laughs> if you've ever heard this before, because I had a friend tell me this. I've had more than one person Maybe. tell me this. There are certain people, two of which I know, that said that they're getting cremated because me? they are afraid to be buried because <laughs> they they are afraid to like 
be like come back alive or something like that. Like they feel it, they will be buried alive. <laughs> have you ever heard anything like that? Have you ever seen anybody have a fear like that? There are certain people that want to be cremated because they they feel being confined into that casket. That um, my I, for for different reasons. My mother does not want to be um, buried because she's scared of snakes and worms. <laughs> and she's like, they're going to be on my body. And I'm like, Ma, you're going to be dead. You're not going to know. And she's like, I don't care. I know now. And I'm not <laughs> having it. You know, and she's claustrophobic. So she's right, like, right. you know, um, yeah, my grandfather, um, he, he died. Well, he died prematurely, I should say, because. At a um, side check house? No, no, oh, okay. he was in the talk. hospital and <laughs> <laughs> my grandma got caught him, right? <laughs> nah, like he was in the hospital and um, I guess, you know, old people, their vitals are sometimes so low. And if you're not trained well enough, you're gonna miss the, the vitals and think that somebody's dead. They thought that my father, grandfather was dead and they put him in the morgue. And so now when they came back to get him, he totally had a different look on his face than what he, you know, was how they, they, they put him in there with, you know, when they came to get him, he was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. And, you know, of course, that's not how they put him in there. So, so grandpa came back. It was he, how long, much longer did he live? Or he just died. He froze him. They froze he him. died. Yeah. He died, I guess, in the, in the, in the freezer in, in, uh, in the ice box. Oh. Nah, they thought he was dead. Damn, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, they, damn. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they actually killed him. Earth, I got one. I got one last one for you. Um, <laughs> and I think we'd be remiss if we didn't do this for our audience. There are some things that people need to be aware of when it comes to funeral homes yeah. or dealing with certain places. Give us some things that people need to guard against for people that may not have the integrity you have when they're going through this process. Fast talkers. <laughs> um, you know, um, a lot of times you're gonna damn. No, no, we're not asking you to give away trade secrets, but sorry, right, right, right. No, 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 it's not trade secrets, but all right. So, so funeral homes you'll go to, there's some funeral homes you'll go to, and you'll sit down with a person that's not a funeral director, and that's against the law in New York State. Mm. Um, you'll have you know somebody that's not, you know, they might know the numbers and everything, but they're not. Legal, they legally cannot sit down and talk to you about any of these numbers uh, or anything, like contract-wise, anything. Like it's illegal, um, you know. But you know, sometimes they, they they do it because a lot of funeral homes are short-staffed, you know. So you know, you you know it, you know it. So you go ahead and do it, you know. Um, you know, I kind of was trained that way, you know. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes on and you 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 learn the, the right way and then you're gonna learn the wrong way but it's like you know the person that's teaching you can't tell them like nah nah you know this is the right way like you just have to know okay this is the right way and this is what i'm not supposed to do but you know i can do this but we we know you know so there's a lot of gray areas when it comes to funeral directing um yeah um make sure you check your contract make sure the numbers match um mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you think about people that put jewelry and stuff in their uh, loved one's possession? Because there used to be this thing that people would say people would go and take the stuff out or, you know, when you leave the body at the cemetery, some people would, you know, take. I mean, I don't know if that happens. I've always heard you did. I mean, why wouldn't it actually? I, I, I know. I know. I've, I've heard of I've heard of it. I know a couple of people that have done it. And I'm just like, um, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I, pers- me, no, you know, I don't want nobody's jewelry. I don't want nobody's dead ass jewelry. Um, <laughs> I'm more the type that I'll, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, reach out. But, well, see, for me, um, I deal a lot with the funeral homes, you know, so I reach back out to the funeral home, like, listen, um, there's, there's jewelry, you know. What do you want me to do with it? Um, this one funeral home has a policy where they say burn everything. Like if it's they're being cremated, because that's all they do is like direct cremations, which is taking mm-hmm. picking up a body from the place of death and taking it directly to the crematory. So whatever's with that body, burn it, and the family has to sign off on it. Um, so there's times I found like you know came to claim claim the body is a lot of money. Um, but hey, has to go, you know. Like for me, Emily, I I, I have a, a code of ethics that I you know try to go by, and um, you know it's like that karma thing also, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I got one, a few few more questions actually. So now, since we're on the topic of the cremation, like, and a lot of these young people out here and risking their freedom and their life and dying, and then they gotta get GoFundMe's, and some of these right. older people don't have no insurance policy. Can you give people the pricing? And, and I always try to tell people, if you don't have it, just cremate. And what's the pricing? And what? how much insurance should somebody like Grandma take on Pookie and them right now to make sure they can lay them to rest real quick while getting that fish fry money up? All right. So <laughs> <laughs> insurance is is a must, man. Like, I can't. And it's so cheap. Like, people, it's cheaper than your phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, get insurance and pay it. Like, I'll let my, I'll, 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 I'll let my mortgage, you know what I'm saying, lapse before, before that insurance. Because guess what? Like, the mortgage company is gonna forgive me. That insurance company is not gonna forgive, you know, forgive you once you, you know, that that insurance bill lapse. Um, I've had people come, you know, that insurance bill lapsed by two days. And they were out on thousands of dollars, couldn't bury their loved one, had to change plans totally. You know, went from burying to now looking at cremation or burying like in a different state, having to travel damn near two hours just to kind of find a price that's going to fit, you know. So, um, yeah, insurance is a must. That's that's a must. I always tell people, you know, like. Make sure you pay, get insurance, and make sure you pay your insurance. Keep at, up least, at least ten thousand to cremate them, right? How much cremation you? In New York? It, nah, in New York. nah. You, in New York, like okay, because there's always options, right? So you're gonna have like, let's say something like a direct cremation. You're looking at somewhere like fifteen hundred dollars, you know. But that's like we take any your, your loved one and we take them straight to the crematory, you know, um, and we go we'll bring them back to you in a in an urn or whatever. You know, um, then uh, if you want, like, let's say um, cremation with a service, right? You, you know, like, um, so you're going to have like a service, but, and then after that, instead of burying, you're going to cremate the person. 
because of course you know some people want to celebrate. Are you, are you about, is that what the is that what the cremation coffin, or do you just take them out that box? Say, hey, there's a rental. Throw them on the thing. And oh yeah, they have like rental caskets too. You know, that's another thing. That's a thing. You know, you have like caskets. That's like a, a um. So the shell of it is what you rent. You know, like um, the family would rent that, and inside is basically just like the cremation container that the body is in. That the body will be um, cremated in, gets you know we'll we'll slide it slide it in and slide it right out you know so um, the um, so let's say so the um, the interior of the casket is um, also you know just take certain things out and it goes right in so it's not the casket is never affected and it can be reused and it's um, you know it's it's an option but yeah so. Look, it's ten thousand is too much, you know what I'm saying? I would say, like, unless you're trying to do something lavish, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. To when um, if we're talking about cremation here, mm -hmm. ten thousand is yeah, too much. Unless you're trying to talk about like lavish, like you want to have like you know. Oh, well, you know, black folks. They got the re they got they got the repass. Right. They got like Hennessy. Right. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. So <laughs> me and everybody know I want number hip hop and R&B, no gospel music. I want strippers. So I might need a little ten thousand, something like that. Give my man Kelvin everybody a little stack to throw up in the air for me. That's how I get there down. There you go, make it rain. Yeah, make it. I'm gonna go out the way I came in, this motherfucker. Like you know, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. Y'all playing? It's in my, it's in my, um, my will and everything, man. I don't want that. Kelvin, I'm dead serious. You put it in the will too. Like y'all gonna make sure. Yeah, I don't want no gospel music at my joint. None, zero. Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to it when I was alive. Don't play that. That's fair. That, that is fair. You know what what I'm saying? Saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, play. I'm front now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, right, right. yeah I got to admit, I see that a lot, though. I see that a lot. <laughs> you know, he was a blood or a prick, but he loved the Lord. Like, I used to get that a lot. Like, <laughs> that's not going to be me, Kelvin. I give, I give you guys those props, you know, that, 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 that can preach and find something to preach about this little gangster. <laughs> but this one, this is this is what I've always done. So that's very interesting. We've done this. Yeah, ain't achieved nothing. No. You know, like you got to save your mama. When there's nothing like that man. redeemable, you go right after consolation for the family. That's what you do. You go console the family or whatever. Because you know some people that the world is better without them. You know that, right? And just be honest. There are certain people. They don't, <laughs> they, they don't kill eight people and rob everybody on the block. Yes, there's some people. Kevin <laughs> oh, oh, got the scroll. <laughs> but it's true. I'm sorry. That's that's true. You know what I'm saying? That is true. And so if that's the case, you have to understand that they got a family. And that's all they do. No, y'all know that's the truth. There's some that's, people. No, I feel you. Know you, what I'm saying? you. I get it, bro. There's all some lives people, matter. You know. All lives matter. Oh, but, here you go, that bullshit. You know, but, but some <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying that there's once they're you know, gone, some matter less. the right. world is so, better, though. You know? some, some people gotta yes, go. That's right. Some people gotta go. Some people, no, gotta some go. people definitely gotta go. I'm not two, even two, two at a time. Two at a time, like Noah. <laughs> 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 I'm serious. It's twice on Sundays. Perfect. Some gotta go, man. Gotta go, gotta go. Well, I commend you. I commend you because what you do is a lot. I And I'll tell you, I think end of life care. Because um, I know some people I went to seminary with. That's what they want to do. They want to they want to work in ministry towards the end of people's lives. They they have no problem sitting in hospice. They have no problem sitting next to somebody's bedside dying of cancer. All those different things like that. And so I commend people because I believe that's a calling. I I know uh, somebody alluded to the money that people can make. I'll tell you something. 
I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do what you do. And and I, I believe it takes a certain person that's either called to do it or something like that. And the people that are not, I don't think should do it. If you want to get rich, I don't think you should do it. Same thing with right. nursing or being a teacher. I just think yeah. there's certain things that, that take a, a certain constitution that you should not do it for superficial, superficial or surface reasons. And I think this is one of them. Yeah. That's correct. That's right. You know, um, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, if you don't like kids, don't teach. If you're right, scared of right. people, you know, like if you're scared of the hood, don't become a cop. You right. know, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I, yeah. I've got compassion in my heart. I'm sorry. To cut you no, off. no, no, you no, know, bro. Um, so, you know, for me, it, it's it, it came easy. You know, um, I love helping people. And that's one of the things that I thought I would have, you know, kind of would have made a difference going into corrections and you know, but of course, you know, it's a system and you can't break the system or beat it. Yeah. And real quick, like, you know, a lot of say some young people watching or some people older and might want to do a career change. How long mm -hmm. does it take them? To, how long does it take you to get a license? And like, what are the steps? And 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 then also in this business, like, you know, we like we always try to support black business on the show. And like you're a black funeral home director. Like I said, I grew up very tight with a black funeral home in Queens. And I know like other black funeral homes in Queens, like Gilmore's, you got Forster Phillips, you got, you know, mm -hmm. Elcox. Shout out to Elcox. That's my favorite one right there. Um, what, what, um, what like, do you face racism with other white, like, you know, like sometimes the, the other white, white funeral homes and stuff like this. Like, oh, these, these damn niggas always trying to get everything. You know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just giving her a buck. You know what I'm saying? I definitely like, didn't see the question going that way, too, at first. Way. Yeah. No, because white people, it's racism and everything. Right, that's that's a loaded like, question. Like, car service business, Kelvin. <laughs> car service business, isn't it? You know what's racism in that? Is it racism in, in black-owned funeral homes? I mean, in the funeral home business. And also, I'll go back to the first question. How long will it take for the education, the certifications? All right. Um, For me, and it, it took me one year. Um, I, I did like a fast track program. Um, I went to school at McAllister. Um, being that I already had a, a degree, I had a bachelor's. Um, I shaved off, you know, some credits. Um, so I, I just went into an accelerated program, um, which was three semesters. And um, and all right. So remember in college, when you took a, a, a let's say full course, you had like maybe like four classes, five, and that was like yo, I'm full time. It was double, double to that. It's like I had like ten classes at once, you know, per oh, semester. Wow. Yeah, ten, eleven. Well, you're a smart, nine. Well, you're a smart motherfucker. Huh? Listen, it wasn't even. <laughs> well, I I had to find it. Like I you know, it's, I respect it's, that, I, man. I know. I I, I like a know, hustler, man. I love like, a hustler, man. That's what's up, man. It was just yeah. one of those things that you know, and it was like biology, all the ologies, you know, chemistry, biology, anatomy, all, and I'm talking about like all these core courses i'm taking them like all at once and it's just like intense you know the program was intense um talk about one whole year um multiple tests every week um studying every day you know like you might take maybe one or two days off or whatever but you're gonna feel it you know what i'm saying because it's like they're on you and that's how the program was it's like they train you to basically pass this test because you, have, at the end of the day, you have to pass a board exam. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have, I'm, I'm board certified. Uh, you know, you have to be board certified in New York. Well, all funeral directors have to be board certified. Um, and uh, in New York State, especially. Um, New Jersey is a little different, whereas um, some, you know, um, civilians can do some 
um, duties that a, a, a funeral director can. Yes, like <laughs> regular people can go and pick up a body, you know, from the hospital and take it to the funeral home and, and stuff like that. Um, whereas um, in New York State, you have to be licensed to do that because, and why wouldn't you? You're dealing with a body. You know. Yeah, when you would swear like toxins and stuff, like you know, especially when we had the COVID time, when you want somebody professional, like when you want to have all that kind of training, like how to maintain disease and all that kind of stuff like that. Right. Like, when you come across um, a, a, a contagious disease, you have to know how to con- you know contain it or even identify what it is. You know, and it's like oh, you know, you come across something, you know that oh, listen. Everything I gotta mask up. I gotta put on, you know, a Tyvek suit or something, as opposed to, oh, this person just has, you know, like a pneumonia. So they can send know, Uber, is, in Jersey. They can send Uber Eats to go pick up somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, they, I'm just saying. Yeah, damn. Yeah, they, yeah. Dude could be picking up, you know, food and go pick up a body at the same time. You know, um, damn. In Jersey. It's not no knock against Jersey. It's just that's how their laws are set up, you know, and that's what it is. But in New York State, and I'm happy that it's set up like that because uh, can you imagine that? You know, somebody just mishandling, you know, your body. Um, And I've seen funeral directors mishandle bodies. So you can imagine, and they're trained. So you can imagine somebody that is not trained. They lose bodies and stuff like that? Um, It's been done. It's been done. I mean, there's people that's been um, buried um, and not supposed to be buried, or cremated and not supposed to be cremated. Um, you know, wow. yeah. And these, we, that's one thing um, we call the Humpty Dumpty rule. You know, you can unbury somebody, but you can't uncremate somebody. You know, mm, so like yeah, you can, you know, kind of like, mm. <laughs> you know, like okay, somebody we buried the wrong person, you unbury. You know, like you can exhume them, and it's like, all right, you know. We can kind of kind of fix that mistake, but you cannot fix cremating the wrong person. You know, yeah. there's no way about it. Even if that person were, was to be cremated, they were not cremated. <laughs> they were cremated ahead of their time. Wow. You know, yeah. So that me, that is uh, absolute no no. Let me ask you one more question before we go to some of the comments. That should people pay for plots early? Because I I don't know if like. I remember when my father died. This is my father died in 2000. It's about, oh, like my father had a plot, but he's saying buy the headstone now because the price of headstone, the, well, the flat thing, I don't know what you call a headstone, the, the, you know, the, right. the, plate, marker, the, grave the marker. marker. Yeah, it goes up in price over the years. I'm like, damn, it's like real estate? Does or should, should people buy it at, at the price now with the, at the, what the market is or should they just wait and let the insurance pay for everything? I mean, it depends, right? If you know you have a good policy, Wait, you can wait. Um, but if you're somebody that's like, okay, um, you want a specific, you know, plot or whatever, or that's what you like, you want to be buried next to mom, or you know, you want that's that's um that spot is sentimental or something, I suggest, yeah, go get that because like anything else, it's like taxes, it's yeah. gonna go up and it's not coming back down. So it is smart, uh, it is a smart idea, yeah. You know, um, go get a plot early if that's what you want to do to be buried. Um, you know, even if you don't want it later, you can always sell it back. It's harder to, you know, like it's easier to buy a plot than to sell a plot, you know, because you're not a cemetery and you kind of have to go through all these channels to kind of get rid of 
get rid of that plot. But um, yeah, like I would suggest doing that, and it's 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 less headache for your loved ones. You know, it's like oh, mom got mom dad got their affairs in order. You know, it's like less grief. You know, because you you dying. You know, funeral funerals are for the living. They're not for right. the dead or anything like that. They're, all of this is for the living. The people that are left behind. This is yeah. their coping mechanism yeah. or the start yeah. of their coping mechanism, you know. So um, try to make it as easy as possible for them, you know. Get your affairs in order, you know, life insurance, <laughs> you know, pre-plan your stuff. You know, if you know, yeah. like, you want to be buried or whatever, go to the funeral, sit down and make a plan. You can put down a little $100 and, yo, they'll keep it going for you. You know, it's like, yo, listen, uh, it's like um, how we used to, uh, what is that? Um, lay away? Lay, yeah. That's right. Go all, go go lay away your, your, your we all we all we all gotta go. Right. <laughs> ain't nobody and you're gonna place. be laying away somewhere too. Facts. <laughs> and ain't nobody leaving this place alive. That's I right. told I told That's the guy right. the other day, I said, I hope I see you at the next we was after hip hop fifty. I said, I hope I see you in fifty years. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but I'm planning it. Planning it. But okay. um okay. real quick, Jamie, go to some of the comments, man. I'm gonna make sure we get so I'm gonna hold my brother's time all night. Go ahead. Shauna says, <laughs> says, my dream job was to be a funeral director. All right. EOTs, what up, EOTs? She says, be careful with embalming formaldehyde fumes are highly cancer-causing. Lots of people prep folk die. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of body prep folk die from cancer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that is true. Um. <laughs> she says, also, a lot, a lot of them lose uh, their senses, uh, sense of smell, um, because um, that formaldehyde embalming fluid is um, is very dangerous, is very um, cancerous, um, and it's even though it's a liquid, it's more um, gaseous than yeah. it is liquid. You know, so I don't know if if that makes sense, but um, what you see is a liquid. But the composition of that liquid is majority majority of it is is gas, right? So you could imagine, okay, you see something that's liquid, but don't know that the majority of it is gas, and that that gas is is yeah, I I get it, bro. Because remember back in yeah. Philly, them dudes mix mix that bombing fluid with that PCP. Remember that was called bomb. Yes. So remember that? Oh, remember that? Yeah, yeah, remember that? Yeah. So remember that back in the that day. Dip. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember that? that dip. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I remember hearing about that way back in the days. I was at. Yeah, I was at man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, man, guys used to break into the funeral homes for that stuff. See? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy, man. I'm oh, sorry. Go That's ahead. That's why we have to lock the cabinets up. Damn. Yeah. yeah. EOT says the funeral is a time when the secret family crips out. I hope that don't happen with you, brother. Yo, I'm anything. Serious. Yeah, I want to. Any creep out stories came out, man? Anybody, grandma smacked somebody and then. Anybody like the side chick show up and started crying? Anything like that? You ever get me? Oh, man. Oh, shit. No? A lot of yeah. casket jumpers, or what, what I call casket jumpers. They jump and try to jump in the casket with the people? Yes. Oh, yes. That's wild. Or you, you got the grave jumpers, too. The You know, I was like, yeah, let them go. I want to see this. I want to see them get out the hole. I will, I will definitely I will pay to see that. Listen, because, you, you know, you always got those that, that's always like, and and I always find like the family be like, yo, the people that like are so overly, uh, you know, like 
it's uncontrolled, you know, un ungrievable, this and that. And they're the ones that didn't do nothing, you know, and it's kind of like grief has hit them. So it's like they do they do the most, you know. It's like they to me, to what happens is you like you, you mourn out of guilt. The that's most. gonna get that mourning out of that's guilt. That's right. Usually, guilt. Is, yeah, that's the that's the thing we always see. Yeah. Oh, mm. take me! Oh, oh! You well, know, ain't spoke to the person the in five years. But yeah, right. You know, I wish somebody would pop up. I wish somebody. I wish somebody would pop up and say, "All right, let me take you and see what they really would do." <laughs> I wish something would happen. That's like, hold on, I was just playing. Like I was saying, I like his life. I, I swear. D, D had a friend. D had a friend that was was threatened to turn his grandmother's casket. Oh, over. I, I, right, was, I was I was going to that. Yes, his grandmother's robbed oh. him out of. And when he went to jail, his grandmother beat him out of like sixty eight thousand dollars. And he's oh. like, "Yo, we were going to go to the funeral home, and he's gonna kick the coffin over and rock. He was gonna pull it and shake him with the body fall. And I was going there just to witness it. But damn." You know, I swear, and there's our good friend Chicken Wing. So we all know him, and he didn't get the, he didn't get the, he didn't get to do it because he got locked. I, would, up I wouldn't get in that. I would not get in that man's way. <laughs> he was yeah. going to do it, and I, but he couldn't do it because he got locked. Her, up Herbie, what would you do? Would you cancel? A, uh, thank you, everybody, for coming. We, we're gonna take a brief, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna take a brief pause here. <laughs> oh man, hey, Usher's. Hey, Her <laughs> yeah, right. what's, what's, what's your number one question that raises the point like what's your number one concern on the day of you know what i'm saying on the day of what the funeral like yeah, the day of the funeral like everything's going on and all the setup is everybody's coming in what's your number one concern um generally speaking generally speaking number one concern um that this casket doesn't fall apart you know like like if it's like one of those, like the family bought the casket and them get it from us, they got like one of those Costco caskets. Cause yo, like, and you know, Amazon people get uh, Amazon got a lot of um, um, caskets on them. Yeah, y'all yeah, call yeah, it the yeah. show. Do y'all really call it the show? The show. The show. I've heard some people call it the show. Some field workers call it the oh, show. Oh. The actual service. That's not. Uh, what no, no, not really. I don't. I don't. I don't call it the show. You know. I, I um, did think it's strange when I heard it. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, I love that speech y'all make. I love that speech y'all make. The good. Let me say something. The smooth funeral directors. They've been doing this so long. And after we finish, before we do the the committee, right, the closing. You talking about this? You're now. Right. I say you're now in the hands of the funeral director. First of all, we'd like to say to the family and to the friends, uh, thank you so much for all the speeches. As we know, that this is not the end of it. I mean, they. Just, I mean, break it down effortlessly. I said that. I, I have to admit, I always love that. They still, they still, they, yeah, yeah. I always love it. They just smooth with it. They smooth. It's, in North Carolina, yeah. they smooth. They dance with the body and all stuff. Do they do the coffin? It's like a smooth way they roll you out of there with this whole dance and they hold on to it. I'm like, damn. Well, the they, South to me is more respectful because even old men in the South used to pull the side of the road. They see a, 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 yep. a funeral. Yes. And they hold yes. their hats or stand or something. Yeah, yep. the South mm -hmm. used to be like, South. you know. Not New York. Yeah, Brooklyn. Southern hospitality. Take, try to take a body down to Belt Parkway. Watch people cut right through that. Nah, people cut right through that. <laughs> I've had people cut me off, give me the finger, you know, and it's like this is, and I'm like, yeah, you and see I'm all doing this right driving here. a, and I'm right. driving a hearse. Right. And I'm, it's not like I was in the procession. I'm driving a hearse, like, and it's you know, like, it's funny though. When y'all finish after y'all drop, they out. I'm telling you, you can't catch a hearse on the way back. The hearse is that, <laughs> that joy is I'll, out. I'll, you I'll, I've had people. Call the funeral. I've getting gotten back to the funeral home, and they're like, 
people have called the funeral home to complain like, you know, oh, the, the, whoever your driver was, they cut me off. And I was like, you know, it's like, yeah, that's why I started taking the plaques out the, out the, so you know, you know, you, you're not that question. Tell us how we're driving. Tell us how right. we're doing. How am I driving? How's my driving? Right, yeah, I was like, get, back, get out the way. I got bodies to pick up. Like, I, as soon as I leave that cemetery, yeah, I got bodies to pick up. I got like bodies to prep. Like, I got I, this. It's another show to prep for. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, now, now let me say this. I have to get this in here. This is a, this is a big thing. I don't know if it's every community or just ours. And this is a ministry decision usually. The final viewing or not. And when I tell you, a lady almost maced me one time over that. So what we do is we say once we start, once we close it at the beginning, mm -hmm. after that, everybody, and we start ministering to people and stuff, that's it. We're not opening it up again. Naturally, Spoonifa and Ray Ray going to get there late, and they got to see their grandmother regardless. No, we're not going to open it again. Oh, you open it. My grandmother casket. <laughs> and away we go. And guess what? we going to open it because we going to open it. it. You know, but I'm going to. Because I know if I open it, I'm I, I lost control of the whole service, yep. and yep. and it's so. Listen, I'm not gonna open it because we're in the service right now. But I'm gonna do you one. I'm gonna do you just this. I don't do it for anybody. But what I will do is at the end of the service, I'm gonna give you one. Yeah, I'm gonna give you and Juanifa, whatever your name is, your own <laughs> private viewing. Your own private viewing. You know what I'm saying? With nobody right. be around you, nobody's, you know what I'm saying, give you guys your own private viewing, your own private time. You know what right. I'm saying? I know she was important to you, blah, blah, blah. You know, you... Right. Right. got to talk it out. I, I used to work in jail, so yeah, you got to yeah, learn yeah. how to talk people down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts, facts. Real yeah. quick, um, yeah, three comments. Jamie got a couple few more comments. Go ahead. Yeah, Sean is checking in. She says he's in BK. <laughs> that shit don't get shot up. He hope that shit don't get shot up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, yeah, I've never had I've never had a funeral get shot up. Thank God. Um, yeah, I've heard of you know funerals getting shot up. Um, but no, never one yeah. that I've been at. Yeah, I turned one down. I turned one down for mm -hmm. anticipation of that. When it, when it's a gang related thing, stuff like that, every now and then I'll be like, nah, I'm I'm past sometimes because yeah, nope, yeah. yeah. I hear it. You'll bring I on retaliation. Yeah, what's Sean to say? Sean, yeah, he's if he can bring it back up again, Jamie. Um, he, he says something about yeah. He goes, "Our oh, favorite movie, Kingdom Come, by Heavenly Express." He says oh, something that was, that was funny. Yeah. yeah, he said people find out their daddy is really their uncle. That's the one I was looking for. No, and the EOT sure. says, "Oh, their uncle is really their daddy." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, it'd be, it'd be some messiness that come out at funerals, man. Oh man. Especially when um, <laughs> when yeah, when people start coming up or like you see uh. Some old pimp, pimp dudes, the sashay, you know, down the aisle, lay a kiss on, 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 on the, on, on, on the, on the, on the decedent, and then just stroll off. <laughs> <laughs> like who that? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe some stuff. You like, but I'm for one thing, like when it comes to gang funerals, like I, I have to have cops there. Like mm. the NYPD has to be present, you know. They have to be outside or in the building, but they have like that's the only way we're doing your gang funeral. 
You know, Who pays for the police to be there? Um, they have to petition it. You know, what I'm saying? sometimes you get auxiliary police, right? Right. Man, 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 them the high that's a high witness, man. You got a walkie talkie. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe I don't even get a billy club anymore. I don't know get right. a flashlight. Yeah, right, right. The high witness. I saw where they went. They were shooting over there. Was right there. They went that away. <laughs> I seen them. I see it. All right. So, Urban, real quick, man, tell us about your business. Where can they find you at? I'm going to plug yourself, brother. Let's go. All right. Um, Urban Richez here, um, local funeral director. Um, I don't have a brick and mortar. What I do is service all the funeral homes within the New York or the tri state area. I provide services such as picking up bodies, delivering bodies, prepping bodies. you know, anything, you know, um, surrounding a funeral, I'm doing it. You know, um, I, I'm just not doing it with the families. Um, the funeral homes are dealing with the families and I'm dealing with the funeral homes. Um, so whereas, cause like I said, there are a lot of funeral homes are understaffed. So um, I'm there to pick up the slack. Uh, I'm doing services for, you know, some funeral homes, you know, um, church services, um, burials, or um, for some funeral homes, you know, that don't have um, abilities, the ability or a prep room, I'm prepping their bodies uh, for them, you know, uh, different different things. I'm picking up bodies from the airport, I'm shipping out bodies, like, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the whole gambit, you know. You that one-stop shopping. That's right, mm. you know, and if I can't do it, I got somebody who can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's, Brother, that's the commercial right there. I like that. Yeah, and before and before you go, everybody come on the show. This is Hip Hop 50. Gives you a top five MCs. Let's go real quick. Let's hit me here, baby. Top five rappers, baby. Unless some of them be alive. D- <clears throat> dead, right. dead, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. All right. Remember you from Brooklyn. Big Daddy King. My man. My my, my first. My man. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, he mean it. He mean it. He thinking. Mean yeah, because I'm 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 going back like, and he it's not it. like I'm like pulling out like the Jay Z like you know I'm like really thinking about like. Well, the truest one is the ones that come to mind. That's the truest one. So you know yeah, that's the real yeah. one. So you gotta you gotta you gotta come with them. Bam 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 bam. Um, that's the real ones. Not that politically correct um, shit, neither. Um, Lauren Hill. Okay, yeah. that's real. All right. Um, damn, damn. Because I, 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 I don't usually, I don't, I don't usually go with the, you know, the, the, the. Just give us the three, brother. Choice. We run, we run out of time. Give us three. Give All us right. three. Third. No particular order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, damn. I can't. I can't. I. I. I'm gonna come back to y'all on that. I'm gonna just. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Put it in the comments. 
Anyway, Urban, man, we truly appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much for enlightening us, man, and yeah. giving some insight on what's going on in the business. And I hope people take heed, get you some insurance. You need $1,500, no more GoFundMes, no more fish plates. You know, Pookie and them did bad. No, we don't want no goddamn tell the real stuff. Pookie was fucked up, and we hope he does better in the afterlife. That's what we want to say That's about right. that. <laughs> nah, I'm right. we, right. we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming out, man. We truly appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. Right. Thank you for having me on. And um, I hope, uh, you know, everybody takes heed, um, you know, to what's going on in the world. A lot of craziness, you know what I'm saying? So um, love yourself. Love your family. Stick together. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's all I can say. You know. Thank saying? you, brother. Um, appreciate you, man. Yes, all appreciate right. you. All right. All right. Stay blessed. Have a good night. All right. All right, all right, all right. Jamie, man, take us to commercial, brother, man, from the motherland. Damien, get his features on. Hi. If you're like me and most Americans, managing busy schedules, working countless hours, can't find enough time in the day to spend with family, and sometimes forced to neglect cleaning your own home, then higher quality cleaning service is for you with a smart choice in cleaning. In addition to providing competitive and affordable rates, we offer customized cleanings tailored to your specific needs. We take great pride in exceptional customer service. We have a standard of excellence that is unsurpassed by any of our competitors. All of our cleaners are licensed, insured, and bonded. We use the most up-to-date equipment that the industry has to offer. We offer residential and commercial cleaning service. Your satisfaction is our top priority. Higher quality is not only our name, it's our standard. Book your appointment today at www.higherqualitycleaning.com. Our IG, higher quality cleaning underscore. Our phone number is 718-527-0370. And you can find us on Facebook at Higher Quality Cleaning. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? If you like what you've seen from the four brothers here, give us a thumbs up. Like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content. Thank you for the support. Welcome back, welcome back, man. Like you said, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend about these four brothers down here, man. I'm around so, our, I'm around our herbs uh, last five. I'm going to go with um, Drez from Black Sheep. Kwame and Melly Mel. That's what I'm gonna go with, bro. There you go. You bugging. That's why you never let nobody fill out your top five. You do it just <laughs> ready for the kickback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, um, what do we call it? So, Sammy said he want to do some reflection time, man. If everybody can talk about uh, 20 years ago to this day, was, I mean, a few days ago was the blackout in New York City, man. Anybody want to talk about where were they at and how um, and reflect on that? All right. I was actually 20 years ago today, New York City, known as the city that never sleeps, went dark during the blackout of 2003. Nearly 50 million people across the Northeast and Ohio and Michigan were left without power. Now, the city ground to a halt. Even subway service was out. Uh, workers at the stadium, Mets and Giants players had to be evacuated from Shea. It was the only Major League Baseball game affected. Power was restored in the city after about 29 hours but it took up to four days in some places. Here's a look back at our new newscast the day after the blackout. The power is back at the airports, but many travelers are still in the dark when it comes to getting out of town. 
Good evening, everyone. I'm Tim Fleischer. And I'm Sandra Bookman. Tonight, the power is back on across the region, with the exception of a few residents in the five boroughs who still report some problems. Investigators now say three failed transmission lines in northern Ohio likely triggered the biggest blackout ever. A block away from my house, I used to buy this for 99 cents. I bought the flashlight for $10 and $2 for the battery. So this was supposed to be a relaxing, easy honeymoon. <laughs> and what does it look like? Not so relaxing. <laughs> Not so relaxing. With the subways coming to a grinding halt and buses jam-packed, many people couldn't figure out a way to get around during the blackout. Many bike shop owners are glad they eventually thought of this. Hmm. Boy, a lot of memories on that day. A whole lot of memories. All right. Yeah. Coming up on... I, I remember where I was at. So I was mm -hmm. actually working in Queens. And uh, I remember my father. My father was like almost borderline conspiracy theorist. He's like, nah. Get you, Shauna. Forget you, Shauna. <laughs> <Yeah, power. laughs> That's true. They did. They did. <laughs> they did, they did. He was like, um, my father was like, this is a test. This, this right now, this terrorism. They trying to, you know, that was, that was his first thought. But I remember how hot it was. And I yes. remember getting home and sitting in the car. Air conditioner on because I couldn't do it. It was blazing hip hop and R and B out here, <laughs> and I mean it was it was hot. It was crazy because I knew about like my sister worked in the city and so many people were stranded and stuck. And I was fortunate that I wasn't in the city because some people, I mean people, somebody had to walk over the Brooklyn Bridge and walk over the 59th Street Bridge and walk home and all those things. Women, you know, at that point, women was already taking sneakers to work, getting out of their shoes and stuff. But if you didn't, you was just in your regular. Heels or something, you was just wrecked. And it, I would just remember that kind of great migration of people having to walk miles getting out of the city. It was just brutal. And I just couldn't do it. I was in the car with the air conditioner, like, forget it. You know, because if you couldn't get to a gas station or, you know, like the pumps were down and stuff, it was just brutal. You know, and it's amazing how you mark time. But it, it, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, man. I remember that too, man. I remember living in, I was living in Brooklyn at the time. Um, I think it was for uh, third or fourth, fourth floor, third floor, something like that. Um, an apartment. Um, I'm sitting out I, again. Uh, no AC, no power, anything. Had to open up the uh the window. Um, sat outside on my ghetto balcony, you know, the fire escape, and just kind of just took took it all in for the evening. We were straight, man. We just put some candles on, man, and we were good. At the time, I was with um, you know, my my son, my son was just born and everything, you know, and um and you know we we all just as a family we at the time we were just all together, so um you know, but um yeah, but I remember what I remember about that time was how surprised everybody was that there wasn't more looting, you know, everybody yeah. was kind of cool out there, you know, in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, out there by by the by the by the, by the, by the plaza downtown, so um I remember that, so that I found that interesting, but yeah, I, yeah. that's what I remember about that, man. Mm. I remember I was a student at Hunter College. Um, I was seeing somebody at the time, and I was living in the Bronx, River Park Towers, 37th floor. I don't remember exactly how we got there. I think we walked a while. Me and the woman I was seeing at the time, she was my girlfriend. I remember her name, not shouting nobody out. We not out here doing that. Found a way to catch a cab halfway there and got to the area. Walked up 37 flights, had the house to myself, or so they say, because nobody was there. 
And yeah, I took advantage of that. I definitely wasn't taking nothing in. Uh, <laughs> I was giving some things out. Um, <laughs> I just enjoyed myself. The blackout, I, yeah, yeah, it was a nice time. Uh, it was fun, yeah. memorable. Uh, <laughs> as uh, yeah, that, that that's about as much of the story as I can tell yeah. right I now was, on this show. Yeah, I was at Six Flags with my nephew, my niece. Chicken Wing's daughter, Chicken Wing just got, I think Wing just got locked up. Yeah, he was locked up. He was locked up at the time. And I was Six Flags. And was that the challenger, the rider that goes like this? We let the people skip right in front of us. Say, like, hey, they because they want to stay together. So we say, all right, go ahead. The ride went up, it went back, and said, eh. And I was like, damn, okay, they got to pause in the game. And then I looked up to the side, and the other roller coaster went like this, stop. I said, oh shit, I didn't know they had to pause in that one either. Then I start looking around. I was like, what the fuck? All the rides are paused. And I said, hold up, something ain't right. And it was like, oh, it's a blackout. And then I started seeing the man climb up on the on the, the roller coaster to get to calm the people down. Cause they screaming like, ah, he's trying to calm them down. And they kept saying, wait, our black our backup generator is going kicking. I was like, fuck that. I ain't getting this shit. I <laughs> just got out the backup generators, got the kids some snacks. And then the yeah. backup generators finally kicked in like maybe 30 minutes or whatever. And yeah. we we went on um, the little choo choo rides, and then I had, I had to figure I didn't want to go back to the city because I was like I got these little kids, and I had my ex wife with me at the time, and I was like I don't know how the city is, and I don't want to be stuck in some traffic. Somebody carjackers with the kids, so I said let me go to Delaware. I'll call my sister. She said she had power. I said yo, I'm coming here with the kids. She said is your wife with you? She said don't come to my house then. <laughs> I was like yo, I got your kids. Wow. <laughs> True fucking story, man. Wow. And I was like, yo, I got you. Yeah. Kids. So she let me, eventually she let us stay in the house, but I had to get up early in the morning, break a dawn, and get the fuck out and go back to the city and figure it out and deal with the heat. She was like, fuck wow. that. Yeah, my sister's a game. That's real, that's real, real in the field. That's, that's what I'm going to say. That's real. That's look. real talk. That's a, that's a true story, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, do Max people know, still know, on roller coasters? Now, but since they went to that. By the way, what you say? Do people still get on roller coasters? I know we talk about back in the day, but now, like, are people still excited to get on things like roller coasters after all the news and all the the issues with every uh, amusement park? Um, so yeah, what's what's? I would mess with the ones, the joints, those um, the carnivals that come in town. Cause I was down south one time, and I knew some dudes, and I was like, "Yo, y'all help? Yeah, we help. They hired us to help build it. I ain't had no screwdriver, so I just used the stuff like." Like hangers, and I'm like, oh, that's it. That's my cue. Yeah, they do a makeshift stuff to build roller coasters and stuff. I'm like, nah. Yeah. So, but real quick, man. So, in the news, uh, hip hop legend Melly Mel responds to Eminem diss. Jamie, can you play the clip to this? It's the one. No apologies, this ain't a disclaimer I'm the king of legend, the first hall of famer Making diss tracks, I know you with that Now everybody get ready for the kickback Why you hurt, why you mad, now you look bad Like a roach just crawled out of your book bag In a pack clad, you lack class Go to bed with no supper, cause you gotta suffer the backlash The top five is cap, you the piss that's on the floor In the elevator of rap Why you ducking on the game when you shit on my name Why they put Pee Wee Herman in the hall of fame I would give you a pound, but I break your hand I got the lawyer so white, he will take your land Yo, check your man, come and look at your friend Cause I think that them are never popping pills again We call him Pill Clinton or either Pill Gates What pill did we take to make him hate the great? Think you are, but you ain't, still you made a mistake Hit him, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight I'ma 
give your fans one more chance to go online and re-energize that romance. After that, say your last goodbye. Cut before I put Matthew's lights out, I'm turning off the fucking Wi-Fi. Another little kid, don't hate the great. More white chalk, more yellow tape. That shit was so much trash. I gotta say that he did apologize. He did apologize afterwards, but that shit was trash. Fire! I need more of that. I think Melly Mel should drop an album. No, no, Melly Mel. Melly Mel need to go retire. Say retire. Whatever the fuck you doing? Nah, drop that album. I called. I called Damien and talked to him about an hour so I could get counseling behind that because what it did to me was this. It made me realize that there's an era that's that has passed this time. It and somewhere true. along the line, somewhere along the line, I'm somewhere trapped in the middle near that era. And it's just like it's a reality check that yeah. it, it wasn't so it wasn't just the fact that it was horrible. That wasn't the fact. The fact that you didn't know it was horrible. That's the thing. Like nobody <laughs> you no, no, that so everybody's complicit in that. That there's somebody that that recorded that for you. There's somebody that did not talk you out of releasing that. And <laughs> that was the thing where it, it it shut the door on the error because what happens is some of these older artists can be revered, but don't come and get out of the get back in the ring and get knocked out, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes away, you know, you know what I'm saying? It takes away from you. And I realize you cannot beat time. You cannot. I remember I grew up a big Sugar Ray Leonard fan. Sugar Ray came back out of retirement. And it was the first time he got knocked down. It had never been knocked down before. It is a time when it is over. And what happened was Melly Mel was before this iteration of rap. If I was Melly Mel, I'd say, look, I'm one of the reasons that Drake is a millionaire today. I'm one of the reasons that Eminem's a millionaire today. Unfortunately, I'm not one because it just did, the market didn't lend itself to that at the time. But I would build on that. But you can't mess. There's young guys that won't go after this dude. There's lyricists that won't go after this dude. You know what I'm saying? And we can't come on back on someone where we playing basketball or white lines or what? You know, I know that was Curtis Blow um, basketball. But what I'm saying is we can't. In other words, you can't. You're not. You know what it'd be like? It'd be like you trying to be in the army. Back in World War One, and now you're trying to fight against drones. It's not gonna work. <laughs> All right, I gotta respond. I think D. Demond, you and Kelvin Hayton. He was. He was. One. He was fire. <laughs> I'm supporting it. I'm trying to see Bell drop a, a whole album rapping like that. What? I was rooting for him too. Go crazy. What was the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, four that didn't really fit? Yo, the it was about? necessary. It was it was... a reference to Eight Mile? Was it a reference to Eight Mile? My thing, whole thing is, it was unnecessary. Melly Mel, nobody even knew you had a beef with him. My thing with Melly Mel, he has beef with everybody that's not Melly Mel. I'm tired of him. He, <laughs> that's, he, that's, he, he always beef. He beef like Method Man. He beef when Method Man was out. He beef when this person. Like, stop, Melly Mel. People want to, like me and Kevin talked about, people want to embrace you as a legend, but you never show nobody love. It was your time. You yeah. had you have the 82 to 77 on lock. It's, it passed you by, bro, and it's okay. But now you, you just sound like an old grumpy dude that used too many steroids, and it's fucking you up now, man. It's getting nah, to me, bro. Dude. Funny ass I can't go with it. I'm, I'm tired of Melly Mel, bro. I'm tired of Melly Mel, man. It's time to be graceful. What was the what was the, what was the, uh, the the singer's name? I can't remember her name. She sang the song at last back in the days, man. I oh, can't remember. Her name. Oh, who? It wasn't Etta James. Etta James. Yes, hater. Another hater. 
Nothing. And if she didn't remember, she didn't want to give Beyonce her credit. You know what I'm saying? When she did the little read, and that was a whole thing. Etta James ruined her whole mystique. You know what I'm saying? Between that and of course the Obama thing. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be relevant and everything. You know, it's, at some point you just got to recognize, read the room, see who it is, see, understand, and accept your place in the uh, in the history and the tapestry yeah. of hip hop, man, and just embrace it and fall back and let it just be living your mystique. Now you have it, man. You still one of the one of the kings of this thing, man. One of the you one know of the best hip hop songs all the time is the ever, 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 ever. Come man. on, man. Like, all the same type trash, level, man. man. But you know, that you got trash, bro. You sound like an old grumpy nigga rhyming, man. Yeah, I yeah. did. You know what? To, to your point about three um, haters in this on this broadcast with me, three haters. Well, you know what? You know what? I knew you were gonna say it. I mean, guess what? Just for that, I got a private. I bought some tickets for you to have a private concert with Melly Mel, so you get a chance to hear that and many more classics. All right, I want you I'm going viral because I'm recording it and putting it on every platform, and I need to point everybody to the point about Jordan being in the dunk contest. Now it would not only be. The dunk contest, but to challenge one of the best dunkers at this time, and that's the problem. Like you go after this dude, and I'm saying before you knew it, you was in the middle of the song. The song get looked like it started like no prep, no hook, no nothing. I don't know why the gunshots was in there. The gunshot, like I, right? It Look, was just it was just too much. I, I I'm such a I'm such a Melly Mel fan and such a hip hop fan. I actually found some elements in there that I like. But I just don't well, at least like. A of a I head. just don't like the reception. I don't like that he brought himself to that level because he wasn't ready. He hasn't been on the scene, and the way we measure the music now is completely different to how we used to measure it. Anyway, he he killed himself before he even got on and the mic. Then he, and then he thought he, he thought <laughs> he got busy, especially at the end. Like you know what? Wait, that was fire. I'm gonna take him to seventy nine. Listening to. And I was heard like, the bar. Why? Why? Yo, that is fire. Bring that out and start doing that on a rap and with they, somebody. They I need that on no, stage. The song had no name, but, but now, so you mean to tell me why you mad? Why you sad? Like a roach crawled out your book bag? Like you? So nobody? So, so, so not listen, even a relative, listen. not even your closest friend, not. No, not the DJ, no, somebody that knew you, nobody, Curtis Blow didn't call you, nobody said, my man, really, not the roach in the book bag, really? <laughs> you you know the lyrics, what that mean? That means it's a hit, it's, it's catchy. Uh, I, can't stop, I couldn't stop listening to it. See, what I does that mean? What does that tell you? It meant that I love to watch a car accident. It was a train wreck. Yo, just... Yo listen, EOT's right. Somebody was in the studio, the engineer, everybody said, we're going to get paid off this old dude. And it's like, real. you not put our name on it. Do it's not give us no credit. <laughs> and, and the thing Ashley. is, you know what? I mean, and let me it's tell you, you Bell. As an older guy, I love to see an older person contend with somebody young. I love to see a person represent. I love to see somebody do it for the gold rush. But the problem is, not it Melly Mel. Kane, Kane, Cool J, all them dudes in their 50, they still can spit. Cool G rap, they still can spit bars. It's not Melly Mel. Anyhow, real quick, Jamie said Urban want to he want to finish up his top five list. Can you bring it back real quick? Let's get it going, I man. Okay, I hooked him up. I hooked him up. Hooked Yo, him up. <laughs> all right, Melly Mel better be on your list. Bro. Better be on that list. I, that I got, I got it. I got it. All right. Okay. So I right, remember Big Daddy came right. Uh, Lauren Hill, 
Kanye West. Backpack Kanye, I'm talking about. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Big. He ain't right so back then big. either. Big, big. Go ahead. And last but not least, the two live crew. Yo, you was doing the school down south, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bring that two live crew. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna bring something up. We talk about this hip hop fifty. I'm glad you kind of said that, and I'm gonna tell you. Herb came through. Yeah, I like that, man. Thanks, brother, man, for coming through, man. We thought we just got to put you in one of those coffins if you couldn't finish that top five, brother. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Because we had Kelvin, man. I was about to to put you with Kelvin home, but we had to put his ass to rest. His homeboy fucked some shit a few years ago. So we thought he was about to put his back. (laughs) But not like you came through, you came back. You came back on a good five. Yes, yes. All right, right, brother, man. Good night. Yeah, man. So Speaking of that, man, the Hip Hop 50 was this uh, past weekend uh, celebrating uh, um, the 50 years of hip hop. I don't do. I'm making sure. Do we do we have a clip or not? I'm just making sure that I miss anything. Yes, we do. Everybody so they, it, yeah, everybody was there. I went this night to see the Hip Hop 50. It was really good. I think I still think Rock the Bells is better, and I can tell you the reason why I like Rock the Bells better compared to Hip Hop 50. I gotta say, the Bronx of the House Yankee Stadium had no security. That's the one about the take backs that they said, fuck it, let these natives be and smoke the weed, cigarettes. As one lady told us, bullshit you not, said, I'm a chain smoker. I smoke cigarettes and weed, and she let it go. So she that was a different kind of crowd compared to Queens. We was orderly. We paid with credit cards. You know what I'm saying? We didn't pull shit out of our bras. It's a different whole thing than the Bronx. I'm just, but anyhow, the line was- a smaller better. venue, you like the smaller venue? I like the smaller venue better because you would be right on some of the stage. But anyhow, the Hip Hop 50 was dope, and I think the best the highlight was bringing Lauren Hill out. Nas brought mm. Lauren Hill out, and that was dope. And I was saying, the reason I'm glad Nas had his show came on at 1 o'clock a.m., because then Lauren had no reason to be fucking late. Hell yeah. <laughs> she came on time for the show, and she yeah, did no a thing. They had no choice. You know they told her 11 o'clock, right? They probably told right, her yeah. 11. Easy, yeah. <laughs> they, took, they took off, they put they put two ones up, they Lauren your time. <laughs> Word. Terrible. It, it Terrible. They went late. Wait, hold on. Nas hit the stage at 1? 1 a.m. Yeah. Run DMC came on like 2. Like maybe 1.30, yeah. 2 o'clock. Yeah. Wow. Run DMC was fire to me. Wow. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of like that they ended the show. Because Nas yeah. is, he's 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 great. He's one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. There's no debate. I don't know if he's the show you want to see. When he brought Lauren out, she brought the energy up. When she started singing, if I rule the world, it's like, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but Run DMC, I'm like, looking, I'm like, look. If Melly Mel got this record, no, Run, Run DMC might be able to get somebody to run. No, no, Run DMC rhymes like they rhymed in. They don't need to make any record. I think this was a last, they said this is their last show ever. So I know I don't like that. I don't like that. I walked I'm on ice of, and never I'm, fell. I'm, King of Rock is one of my favorite hip hop songs. Yeah. Nah, like man, old school hip hop. It's a great band of hip hop, bro. They ain't yeah. never going with that. I love Down with, with the King. Time. Yeah, but hip hop. Yeah. Let me tell you about the hip hop 50. Also, what I was going to say, also brought up. I've seen ages from eight white kids. Asian kids, I seen Puerto Rican old dope fiends were there, old hustlers were there. Everybody you could think of, it was older. And, and I was like, hey, damn, this is a different kind of crowd. It's more diverse, not like Beyonce. Beyonce, you mostly got women and you know, brothers are a little, yeah. you know, little feminine brothers. But this one was just a whole everything was at this concert. And I gotta say, hip hop really did this thing that night. And shout out to Ralph McDaniels was in the house. Some people don't forget about that. But only thing I didn't like about hip hop 50, they had the South people, they had Trina, they had uh they had T.I. At LL, he had Outcast. Uncle Luke should have been in one of these joints. 
Nobody yes. was bigger at that time. He brought the South. He's the real king of the South. I don't care what this T.I. and all the Uncle Luke was making $30 million back in the day. The two live crew was a problem. They was the original NWA when they was getting records were getting uh, a band and stuff like that. The feds were on them, rolled over. Uh, no one showed the any those Florida rappers, like, you know, uh, TD, uh, well, not TD Jakes, um, JT Money, bitch, um, bitch, and all them people should have got some shine. And nobody even had, um, what's my man name? The ugly looking dude that we were Trina. Um, what's my man? The rapper Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Yeah, Trick Daddy. yeah I would have Trick Daddy come out when when Nan come out. That's one of yeah, my favorite. Like you know, what I'm saying they, they, it's a lot that that, and I I think somebody should have showcased. I know Rock the Bell is going around, so I know he's probably going to do it. We were Scarface. Yeah, that, mm. thank you. I was about to say it. I was I was almost yeah. I was holding it in. Yeah. Scarface should have been on one of these stages, no, but what also about PE. Public enemy, yeah, they should have had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They could have been there. They could have been there. Flavor Flav was in the building. He was on stage. He was there. Flavor Flav was there. I'm, I'm mad that after the Tiny Desk concert, nobody got Juvenile to come out there and do back that ass up with the strings and the horns and all that. I think that would have been dope. I think that would have been dope. There's a lot you know of. What I was happy about. I was yeah. happy that they brought um that Snoop brought Doug Fresh and Slick Rick out. Oh yeah, they were there early. And it, the place looked like it wasn't full yet. They was yeah. still daylight. I'm glad they brought because Doug Doug went for the record on on beatbox. He went in on that one, and um, I'm glad that and people. I'm glad Snoop brought out too short because too oh yeah, short, too short. People don't understand. I know New York has this bias, and we only got too short because of the box, the team, video music box, and the box. Too short sold millions and millions of records without even getting any radio play in the East. Oh yeah, to, to I like, mean a lot of artists in the South did that. That's how a lot of the, the major artists in the South. That's how they really got major because they were so big you couldn't deny them. If you went to the South, it was like who who y'all listening to? We listening to Juvenile. We listening to Ti. Yeah. We listening to these people, and it was like you can't go anywhere without anybody knowing their yeah. songs or their music. So it was it was impossible, especially yeah. with Two Live Crew yeah. and um and, and um Too Short, Too Short. But Too Short, I think he always got his respect. Same with Scarface. But I didn't understand. I mean, it could be controversy because we don't know the politics behind any of this stuff. Um, you know, there's Willie D, Date, and Scarface. They recently, I think, they reconciled after having some 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 issues, and so there could be so many little moving parts where you don't know who's gonna be where and for what reason. I think they, yeah, they they did an amazing they did an amazing show. Yeah. I watched it. I, I, I was dancing, jumping up and down. I'm not gonna lie, I even enjoyed Little Wayne. Little Wayne performing, and I'm nah, I that like was music. That was that was. Boring. I think he did some nah, of his, his best was, music. That shit was when you. When if it's not there, for you, it's not for you. No, 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 but no. But he he no, did no, a good no, no, job. No. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Y'all seeing it mm -hmm. on TV. I'm seeing it live. Even people oh, yeah, saying yeah. it was not. Everybody, I'm talking about talking around. I had good seats. Everybody talking about like, this was not it. Why? It, it Why? What it. happened? It just he, he just wasn't it. He did his energy wasn't Little Wayne ish to me. Where people's feeling is like uh, everybody else got Ti got mad love, even though yeah his with, energy uh, was different. Wiz Khalifa got mad love. Wayne was like, eh. it's like, eh. but only thing I would say for hip hop. Go ahead, go ahead. You want to say something? No, no, no. I finished, finished. No, Please, no, no. I won't cut you. Only thing, one thing with hip hop. I wish certain people would love. I wish Biggie and Pac was there to see that joint. Mm -hmm. And you know, and, yeah, that, that would have been that. And Jay Z, I hope he does something. I know he's on tour. His wife is on tour. And he's on tour with with the kids and stuff like that. I just hope he really does something before. How did Fat Joe do the estimation? 
Fat Joe was he got love because I ain't want to see him naked. That's like looking at me naked. Remy Ma looks like she got some work done, y'all. I don't know if women y'all can tell. Remy Ma, Ma face look the same. Remy look different. So, she, <laughs> um, little, she on that little Kim plan, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah was little Kim Gary, got you, mad love, you, yo. Joe, oh, little Kim still gets him. mad love. I ain't going to front. Little Kim has some of the biggest hits and verses in hip hop. I'm disappointed that she she she's not she's not unable to get on stage and rock the crowd like she could when she was younger. Because you could see her at the Apollo and then in other times performing when she was younger before all the enhancements and surgery, she could get on the stage and rock a crowd. Yeah, but she um, gets close, close to 50 now. Like Trina was like, she's the baddest bitch no more. Trina like. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm I'm close to fifty now. I can't be doing this baddest bitch as much mm -hmm. as I used to. Boy, these knees ain't the same. These heels. So there's there's a lot of people that might have been missing, but they there was how many acts were there? That was a lot. Twenty plus. But so uh, it, it's hard to to get everybody. But I did appreciate. I think Snoop did his thing. Yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of artists went up there. Did they? I really appreciated Lupe Fiasco going up there and doing hip hop saved my life. Like there's a lot of artists up there. Yeah, I, I know. Give it, no, no, no. Lupe people sing. No, I'm gonna give Damien what he said. I saw people singing Lupe songs. He came on early, but people I seen white older men like our age or whatever really showing Lupe got a lot of love. I want to say in the crowd too. I'm not gonna front. Lupe had records. People were singing them joints. They were singing along with. Yeah. Them. So, you know, it might be that the guys on the screen, but people really showing brother love. I'm, I'm admit who he, was getting love and wasn't getting love in there. They was getting. He love. had a huge member. He had a huge public fight with his label where the people protested outside so they could get him to drop his album that the, the anonymous that um online group they threatened the label to drop his album so that is i don't know any other time where something like that happened yeah he was dope now, i got so, one criticism though i have one criticism for both shows rock the yeah. bells and this one to some of the artists <clears throat> all right it's enough already with the crowd participation Stop leaving the mic as long as you did. I saw Rakim do that 20 times during Rock the Bells, and I like Rakim. Rakim is my guy. But at a certain point, we know we we know the crowd know the song. We actually here to hear you do it though. Making <laughs> up a master plan. Yeah. I mean, then you back 20 minutes later. Just do the thing, Rakim. Just do the song. <laughs> now I also wish who was there that and who always worked the fun hip hop. I wish Bismarck was there because I really wanted to see him oh, destroy. Yeah, he would have. He would have. King Capri got busy too, though. Oh, King Capri. Yeah, he did. King Capri. I wish if if I could if. And DJ Hollywood, shout out to Snoop for bringing out DJ Hollywood, first MC ever. I would have loved. I would have loved to see somebody like Heavy D on stage performing. Oh man, that would have been. I think the crowd would have been singing and screaming crazy. Have had a fantastic show, man. Fantastic, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like those type of shows, I don't know if we'll ever get stuff like that ever again. And it and it's and it's sad, but like it was cool to bring Derek Jeter out, but he never talked. He don't really say. Yeah, I. I was a little bit confused. Well, I don't know if he thought it was like his Jay-Z bringing out MJ moment. Y'all forget. Y'all forget a lot of things. It's a lot of Hispanics. No, no, no. Derek Jeter. You got to think about Derek Jeter always came up to hip-hop songs. He was one of the first baseball players to always play. He played two shows when he came to bat all the time. Derek Jeter would have been at the Derek Jeter would have been at that shooting when J-Lo and him. But Derek Jeter, he had a game the next day. He didn't go to that joint. Derek Jeter's a lot in it. Derek Jeter's sister as a baby with DJ Premier. See what I'm saying? So y'all got to, like, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, I know that. Like, yeah, so Derek Jeter, know. Derek Jeter gets a pass, bro. 
Derrick Jeter, I like Derrick Jeter. Oh, that's it. Now, come on, that's sweet for four yeah, minutes. I got a lot. Derrick Jeter used to have some good parties where I worked at Yes Network that I wasn't invited to. So I'm just telling you now, Derrick Jeter <laughs> is a different kind of And I want to let DeMond know something he didn't know. Melly Mel freestyled that whole diss record. You ain't uh, giving no props for that. Fuck Melly Mel. <laughs> uh, uh, real quick, I know we got a few minutes, but Bismarck, one of my Bismarck stories, I can remember Bismarck. We, um, Sammy, Jam, Jamie and I had a hip-hop show in South Carolina called Let's Ch Look, Check It Out, right? We had an interview with the Source Awards. It was uh, Lord Finesse, Roxanne Chante, the dude that owned the Source Awards, was the crazy-looking dude that looked like a pit bull, um, Bismarck, and um and um what's more called Farrell March was there now when it was the group what was the group name when they was together I forgot the name of the group when they was together him and the other dude organisms or oh yeah uh, organized confusion organized, organized confusion yeah right organized confusion. so I had an interview him right my man Spec one of the best freestyles I ever said I put money against him against anybody still to this day off the head real freestyle it was rhyming knocking out Lord now remember Lord Finesse is there Shantae is there my man's spitting bars. We come fast forward. We come to New York. We had a club in Queens. But I think it was um uh, I forgot the name of the damn. We was going to the club, and rappers outside. Here come Bismarck, and people want to challenge my man Spec. Bismarck came out and said, Bismarck said, "Yo, that's some South Carolina dude." He called my man when we was in South Carolina. He kept calling us Farmer Brown. Calling he said, Ain't "None of y'all gonna see them cats." Biz said, "None of y'all. Y'all better stop right now because none of y'all seen the farmer niggas." That's how. That's what I remember. But Biz showed us mad lovers, and we got into the club with Biz that night. Word up, I love this man. But speaking yeah. of music, real quick, I know we got. I know Jamie's hitting this like sure. Clarence Avant. For people that don't know who Clarence Avant was, the Godfather of music, the Godfather of black music. Clarence, Clarence Avant also was a president maker. People don't know yeah. Clarence Avant was for Clarence Avant. Jimmy Carter would never been president. Jamie, I, Clarence Avant was one like. If I could be somebody, I thought the member of my life would be Clarence Avant, the person that always knew a lot of people and got things done behind the scenes and made connected people. This is Clarence Avant, one of one of the true heroes of, of black music. Um, Jamie, can you play a little clip for us for Clarence Avant? His family released a statement saying Clarence Avant died yesterday at his home in Beverly Hills. Over several decades, Avant advised many music producers, executives, and artists. Avant's death comes after the 2021 murder of his wife, philanthropist Jacqueline Avant. Avant is survived by his daughter, Nicole Avant, who served as the U.S. ambassador to the Bahamas, and his son, Alexander Avant. The music industry, of course, spoke out about this as well. Uh, you can see here Mayor Karen Bass also uh, releasing a statement on Avant's death, saying in part, Mr. Avant gave so much to Los Angeles, producing a sound that influenced generations while ceaselessly fighting for civil rights. My thoughts are with the Avant family. Well, shout out to that brother, man. Joe, it's sad his wife had to go out like that. Um, people don't know Clarence Avanzo, dude from North Carolina, country dude. He always talked about numbers. Everything had a number. You, everything has a number to it. You die, you got a number, you, whatever. And he always put numbers. Numbers always made sense to him. So he was one of the people that was close with a lot of gangsters and stuff like that, made sure people got the fair deals. Black people got fair deals. And people always ask the question, like, who was he in the room? People were always asking, the white people was asked, like, who was that? Who was that? And why, who's that black guy? Like, he's easy. They would say he's the one that brought us all together to our big, powerful people was Clarence Avant. That was a true dude right there. I don't know if Damien, you want to add something to that, man. No, I mean, there's a documentary, I believe, and on like Netflix about him that I think everybody should go check out. I checked it out and I learned a lot. I learned a lot that I didn't know. Um, and the type of reverence that people spoke about him with shows the type of person he was. 
Um, and you can watch the way people speak about certain people. And that answers a lot of your questions. If you ever have a question to somebody's character, their sincerity and um, yeah, much respect to him. And if you have a chance, I believe it was on Netflix. It's on Netflix, right. right. Let's go, the golf, yeah, go check yeah. it out. The Godfather. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go check it out. Um, any other final comments? I don't want to take a, I know we're running low on time. No, real Kelvin, quick. Derek. No, I want to, also yeah. want to talk about Hip Hop 50. Where the hell was Missy Yelly and Timberland and the people from Virginia? And speaking of that, yeah, Magoo passed away. Shout out to Magoo. Magoo passed away. Jimmy, yeah. yeah, rapper rest Magoo died at the age of 50 years old. You know, uh, we don't know what he died from, but you know, rest in peace to that brother there, man. But yeah. where was, like, they, I, I mean, I know we still got the rest of a year. I'm hoping that it's going to pop up. But damn, where was the Virginia people? Virginia came strong at one time, man. True. Uh, you know, so what, what, so has Timberland been around? Swiss Beats been around? Like, Swiss, came Keys? Out. Swiss Beats came out. Swiss Beats was at um, LLC. Okay. Yeah, he taught. So there. there's, there's, there's a list. We could probably come up with a list of 30 names of people who we haven't seen yet. Hopefully they are planning something because I think that'd be amazing. Um, and just, just to, just to showcase hip hop's influence and power. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. So. And one more thing, Damien, I got to say why I like the Queens one better. Queen Latifah tore the motherfucking house down. And Queen well, Latifah I, I didn't see Rock the Bells. I know, but they, they had more female rappers at that joint. They had everybody. Yo-Yo was there. Um, Salt and Pepper was there. I'm telling you now, Queen Latifah, nobody going to see it still. She don't get a lot of mentions, and that chick is fire uh, still, bro. Yeah, fire. yeah. She was number one on, on the Frameworks top ten women MCs, she was number one. Like, if you go to her music, her lyric, all that overall, she she probably oh, still is. Sean said the Wu Tang. They came out with um, Ghostface came out. He brought out Method Man and he brought um, Capadonna and Cap Inspector Deck. Inspector Deck. They yeah. killed it. They killed. Ghost it. killed it. Shout out to Cam. He killed it too. I know Cam people hurt. wanted to be mad. He yeah, they tried Cam to cut his time off. He was like, they ain't yeah, cutting yeah. my time off. You yeah. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, hey, Red Man, like I said, LL, Red Man, I mean, LL had Red Man and Method Man, and they killed it, man. I'm telling you that. Of that LL, if anybody go next year, LL does it every August. He's the first Saturday in every August. You have to check out that joint. What is this? What is this again? The first, first, it's, first it's rock, it's rock the bells. Rock the bells. Rock that the, bells. Is, the smaller menu, menu is in is in uh, Forest Hill, Queens, the old original U.S. Open Stadium. It's yeah. in the neighborhood. Nice small venue. All the vendors are nice. Um, I forgot the organization put together to, to pay for all the vendors to be there. They should move it to the big one. Nah, they ain't gonna do that. I like the small, intimate size, man. I like the intimacy. I like. Hey, it. yo, I want to shout out the number one hip hop video vixen from back in the days. My wife, number one, right? She was in the video. Positive K. You got a man. She was the athletic girl in the video. <laughs> Say word. Yeah, do you even know word. that? Man. She gets, you she got a type. You got a type. You got a type. Shout out to all the video vixens in the original. My very own wife. So there you go. There you go. There it is, man. Respect. Respect. <laughs> I did not know that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And on that note, we want to say peace, peace, and peace. Oh.